Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. You can tell our friends, and they can have my things when we're dead. Welcome, fellow low-value males, to another episode for the fucking boys, the homies, the fellas, the amigos. This episode has been brought to you by Athletic Greens, ButcherBox, Raycon. Best, one of the best ways to support this podcast is to support the sponsors, use the codes, and... Help us by subscribing to the Patreon. Catch up to all these sucker podcasts that aren't for the boys. Help the boys' numbers skyrocket to the moon. To the moon. More importantly, starting at this episode, um, Danny. I just, I just, I just, I just want to, <laughs> I just want to start um, this episode by addressing uh, some of the comments I made last week. Controversy regarding Drake. And uh, more importantly, my cavalier attitude. It was cavalier. Towards uh, flushing of condoms. So I just, I prepared a statement. Okay, I'd love um, to hear it. Thank which, you. Which, which camera? This one right hey, here? I'd say you go into your camera, yeah. Okay. Um, to all the boys and female boys that were disappointed in me for my comments about flushing domes down the shitter, <laughs> I just want to say that I have read many of your comments and I promise to do better in the future. To all the plumber boys that my words have impacted, I just want you to know that I see you and I hear you. Just because you can flush something down the shitter doesn't mean you should. <laughs> a distinction that I have painfully learned this past week. <laughs> through a lot of introspection, I will get through this a stronger person, specifically one that not only does not flush condoms down the toilet, but someone that doesn't use condoms at all. <laughs> and that's all I will be saying about that matter i just want to say that i i support a friend of mine um i personally wouldn't say those words i don't stand behind everything he says and everything that every word of yours does not represent me necessarily didn't represent the views of the boys cast i know and i i, I apologize i appreciate that you take accountability mm -hmm. and you've learned from this you become a better person and he has agreed to eat an entire pack of condoms yes to teach him to say that, you know what? Have I put the <laughs> it's like when you get busted smoking a cigarette. <laughs> your dad's like, eat the whole pack. Well, he said, you know what? I've 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 done this to the toilet, and I want to put myself in that toilet shoes <laughs> and put myself in a human toilet. What a controversy, though. Like, literally, <laughs> I couldn't believe it. You and Chamath both Me had and a hard week. We'll talk about him later in the episode. Lit up. <laughs> People are like fucking. That really struck a nerve with getting the boys. trouble by podcast. You know what it is because I think there's so many guys, and guys are like. They're more just like, yeah, I guess you can, but you shouldn't. Yeah, and no one was happy the, the with People were getting technical about it, too. They were like, yeah, there's like this grinder, and then it gets stuck in the grind. By the way, I always tie them off, because people are like, they fill up or whatever. I always You always got to tie them off, but still. I, um, I appreciate you uh, taking accountability. Yeah, yeah, I take accountability, and... Uh, that's that's the closest I've ever felt to getting canceled before in my life, and and he's hurt. had a few pretty good close. I've, calls had, I've too. had some close calls, and that was the one where I go. I honestly, I really feel like I just let everyone down. <laughs> that's 
You're actually just sort of bummed. Yeah. yeah just like, man, sorry to I do just, this to you guys. Yeah. Just let everybody down. Cause like, I'm sure there was like a bunch no. of people who were just like, they're plumbers. And then the only ones were like, there were some people who were plumbers. They're like, yeah, plumber here. It's like, you shouldn't, but go ahead. Cause more work for me. And I'm yeah, like, yeah. Right. And you've had a lot of people were saying that they had to, like, so many toilets they've unclogged. And it's, the one guy, he was like, yo, that's how the, the guy, there was all these toilets in his uh, thing. And that's how he found it. His wife was smashing dudes. Really? In the house. Yeah. That was one guy said that. Interesting. Um, <laughs> that's another reason not to fucking use the, the people sort of felt like it was one of those situations where you, everyone like gets together and you set your boy up with this like hot chick yeah. and he comes back and then he's like, yeah, she wasn't interested. I didn't hit it. And then we all go, ah, that's <laughs> yeah. how everyone's just disappointed in you. It's like, we're not mad. Obviously it is what it is. We're just, you know, yeah. had a little more. We put our faith in you. I know. I know. <laughs> Well, let's start out with the Australian Prime Minister, or whatever you, whatever he calls himself, the the head dingo, <laughs> Mister Prime Minister. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the the fucking non Prime Minister. But this honestly felt like a Key and Peele sketch. So basically, uh, where he has the you know the black translator or some sort of thing. Yeah. So he had an indigenous person that was translating, but basically the person. <laughs> just says like a few slang words. Yeah. But <laughs> they're just speaking English. Yeah. It's, it's like kind of quiet, like just with an accent. It's incredible. It, it's one of those things that just seems way more racist where they're like, you know, we're doing this to be inclusive and it just seems so much more racist. <laughs> message to keep Aboriginal people safe. And the young message, a proper important one to keep everybody safe one. You can die from the corona or get really sick. You people can pass away from this corona or you people can get really sick one. <laughs> it's just like they just add the word one a lot. They add the word one, but yeah, also, like one is just, like they obviously have the word die. So he's like, you could die from corona, and she's like, you could pass away yeah, from well, corona. You know, they, they're like, yeah, they don't, the Aborigine in Australia, they don't say die. They only, they only say pass away. So they're seeing that and they go, what, what, yeah, yeah. Let's die. I was just loving the idea of they need to do the other ones. They have like five of those. They have a Canadian translator before him. He's like, you might fucking hit the bricks, dude. <laughs> he goes, you might, uh, you know, I just want to say smoking is bad for your lungs. Like everyone's watching what? And someone goes, Sir, hacking darts isn't that great for you, eh? <laughs> Those yeah. against fucking the hacking hack darts is going to put you up in the old penalty box in the sky. <laughs> He goes, those who are against the vaccines are operating in bad faith. He goes, a couple fucking pylons won't get vaxxed. <laughs> <laughs> We're just an Italian American. He's like, you just do everyone. Yeah, and then yeah. he, he says a thing, and then five guys, the Canadian guy, fucking darts, eh? And then the Italian community, he goes, restaurants will be closed. And then the Italian guy goes, I know a pizza pie. Oh, we your way. And he goes, uh, and that would be a problem. Hmm. Translates that. That would be a problem. Hey, oh, hey, that's oh. gonna be a problem. Um, I just want to say to the girls, please show your breasts. I'm gonna just translate over to my Indian translator. Open bobs. <laughs> <laughs> please open. Isn't that so crazy though? The translator's not saying anything different. I know. It's like not even like a fucking. Uh, sign language. Well, who possibly English. knows that? A, yeah, who can speak like speaks like her, but doesn't? It's it's basically uh, the the equivalent here of being like, you know, uh, and I was asking someone that, and they come over and he goes, 
you know, I, I axed them that. Yeah, it's, <laughs> yeah, it's like the uh, yeah, totally. It's fucking insane. Well, Australia is not uh, not a very serious country. I don't know if you want to start with the other Australian. They thing. are serious about mm-hmm. things. No, I, I wanted to talk to. I wanted to start with after that. Uh, fucking the woke Pope. <laughs> he did a little one eighty. Yeah, yeah. So basically, Pope Francis. Who's been out there kind of saying, like, you know, if you're fucking going to the bathhouse, it's actually pretty, like, the Lord's pretty down with that, right? Oh, yeah. (laughs) He did sort of a 180, which, whatever, it's only funny because it's the church. But he sort of came out now, and Pope Francis did a speech, and he did a speech in Italian. No way, oh! Yeah, yeah. But the only word that he said in English was cancel culture. He kept going, (laughs) what does Italian say? Yeah, what about, 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 cancel culture. He goes, he denounces cancel culture and he says it leaves no room for freedom of expression. Pope Francis warned on Monday about the one-track thinking caused by cancel culture as well as the spread of misinformation related to COVID-19. So there's two things he doesn't like. Cancel culture. And misinformation. Which is, some people are getting canceled because of the spread of misinformation. (laughs) It's a a bit of a conflicted You think he's going on Rogan? I think that's the thing, though. He's going to go on Rogan and then he's also going to tweet that (laughs) Rogan's part of the problem. He's sort of torn by he's which one he's on. Rogan, he's like smoking a blunt like fucking Elon Musk. Well, that's, I think they did like a census at the church and they're like, hey, this being gay sick thing hasn't been resonating. Yeah. What do people like? He says, like, there's a lot of people out there that don't like cancel culture. And he goes, and there's also a lot of people out there that don't like misinformation. He goes, got it. I'll blend those together. <laughs> you think they just have something really bad coming down the pipeline? So he just wants to get in front of it by being like, hey. Oh, so you I, know, one hundred percent. Like, like soon though, like something <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. big, like soon. And they go, just so you know, against cancel culture. <laughs> Don't like being canceled. Yeah, cancel culture is bad. Jesus would have never canceled anybody. Anyways, uh, if you happen to see a video of me sort of at the pub the other day yeah. yelling the N word. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if there's anybody who's ever been more canceled than Jesus, the fact that I was rolling canceled. the R <laughs> yeah. when I did that, and you know, the thing is, though, they and the they, church was obviously the original cancel culture place, right? Yeah. So that's another part of it where he's sort of like, hey, it's kind of our thing a little bit, you know what I mean? People are out there, you know, canceling people, and he's kind of saying like. I mean, that's another thing. If you're into canceling, yeah. don't do it that way. You know, we've got the patented cancel machine. Yeah. was it, I, I'm trying to think if the Spanish Inquisition was... Also, here I'll read the next sentence that you might have been... And the Pope also said, in addition to not liking uh, cancel culture and some of the cancellations that have happened at the Pope, with the Pope, he's also going to be getting into Bitcoin and releasing a Pope <laughs> NFT. <laughs> Yeah, their their coffers are getting a little you know, low. Do you know how the Vatican always like takes the priests and sort of pushes them around to different places? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's their like getting into Bitcoin. That's their getting into Bitcoin. <laughs> you know what? I was actually thinking that because we talked about this last episode, but when people say that, you know how they say things are a gateway? They go, oh, they, you know, listen to Jordan Peterson. He's a gateway, oh, right? Oh, fucking with H3. Right. So they, they, they say everyone's like a gateway. What it's actually a gateway to is if you start listening to those guys, it really is a gateway to being into crypto. <laughs> oh, for sure. You eventually get, yeah. But if you actually think about it, like it's not necessarily true that fucking in any sort of way, shape, or form, if you start listening to Joe Rogan, like next thing you know, you're, uh, you know, the going deeper where most people don't start listening to Joe Rogan and end off listening to Stefan Molyneux. Like no, that does no. not really like how it happens. No. If anything, most people start listening to Joe Rogan and then they start listening to fitness podcasts and getting into crypto. Yeah. He's, and he's not even a crypto guy. That's what I was you graduate say. from him. He's oddly not really has ever taken a stance on crypto. I think one of the reasons is maybe he just has so much cash. Yeah. He's just like, I don't care. But like he hasn't even had like, I think maybe he had p- pomp on once. 
He's had some guys on talking about crypto. He's had Peter Schiff on who shits on crypto and is like big loves gold. Oh, huh? Schiff hates crypto, man. It's his whole thing. Yeah, but I don't know if he's ever had pump on. Well, he says, in comments made to address the diplomats, the Pope cautioned against a form of ideological colonization, one that leaves no room for freedom of expression and is now taking the form of cancel culture, invading many circles and public institutions. So the Pope's really, he's getting out there, right? Oh, yeah. And he also said, facts don't care about your feelings. <laughs> he's selling liberal tear mugs. He's selling liberal tear mugs, but he's also <laughs> selling, like, you know, anti-vaxxer suck yeah. mugs. <laughs> Really but the thing is, you have to say about the original the Christian or whatever Catholic cancel culture, they at least did have a path to redemption. Other people made that point, but that's the biggest problem. Whereas the they don't have a really good path for redemption. Obviously, crypto is offering people a path for redemption yeah. once you can follow from I mean, your you cool Hollywood job. Yeah, and you can't get canceled. Cause... But don't you think the new school, uh, you know, college kid cancel you mentality needs? They sort of need their own confession booth where you can go in because right now their confession booth is you're supposed to go. Go on Twitter and be like, just so you know, I'm admitting that I had racist thoughts. Like they want you yeah, to sort of, of admit it there. And in the moment they go, we appreciate you saying that, but gonna have to cancel. Rules the rules. Yeah. yeah rules so there's the no rules. benefit of the. Of no. the... <laughs> you it's like your set. It's like basically it's like your sentence is uh, a little shorter, maybe. Like right. If you would admit, then they'll say, hey, well. Well, well every now and then it'll be an actor like Liam Neeson or whatever. He comes on and he goes, I just want to admit that I am kind of racist and I have been racist in the past. And the headlines were all like actor finally admits he's racist like <laughs> get him right yeah or when mark Wahlberg uh said that you know what i've i've said fag up until very very recently and I i'm mean, gonna mark stop. Wahlberg literally did a hate crime <laughs> he yeah. literally did by definition he like beat up a guy and blinded him for like being a yeah well that one what he says was 25 years ago not that that matters to these people but yeah you know, none of that matters but. but that's the thing you need to go to a booth and you know what I mean? Sean King's there, and he sort of gives you your pardon. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Some kiss of the, the kiss the ring like the Pope. Yeah, exactly. Right, you like get, the the owner of like dear white the like the creator of dear white people is sort of sitting in a booth, and they give you know they yeah you kiss you kiss the girl's uh, uh, top <laughs> top surgery uh, <laughs> certificate. <laughs> certificate. <laughs> I think that you just kiss the scars, <laughs> the mastectomy scars. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then they say, and then they say you are forgiven, my child. Forgiven, and then yeah. as soon as you walk out, they go, "We good." I was. They're wearing the pope. They're a fucking pope. Would be, their confession person would be wearing a wire, though. That's the thing, right? He's <laughs> <It's> a rat. <laughs> Under the guise of defending diversity, so the pope's going in on diversity. They can't have too much diversity there, right? Like they must have a lot of white popes. Only male. Uh, no, they have black because they have all the Africa. Because that's the whole thing, right? Is they, they don't have the they, lady. They, ones, they went though. to Africa, and their thing was like to kind of colonize it or whatever they're like hey uh if you accept jesus like we'll give you enough food to not die like okay kinda, like did that so then there are like a lot of catholics and uh i think brazil is like they're, they're, they're all they spread out okay so fine but uh, yeah right i've seen that too but they they don't have like a for example like a non-binary like uh bishop <laughs> oh no no no, no. <laughs> i mean they don't even have women Exactly. Like, like right? not at the Vatican. I don't think there's like, I don't think so. No. That was like one last cop show thing. It won't be one last one, but <laughs> in the cop show, they're, they're getting into this stuff lately. And the, basically, the girl who was a nun, uh, they were the, the, pro, the, they went against the thing that the Catholic Church wasn't against, was against being gay or whatever. And then the nun comes up and she goes, Thank you for doing that. The day that I joined the, you know, nunnery or whatever you call it, she yeah. goes, The day that I joined the nunnery, was the day I had to kiss my girlfriend goodbye. And it was like, she was, I was like, 
like, if you are a lesbian, like, why'd you become a nun? Yeah, why'd you become a nun? (laughs) They didn't really explain that. She just said she wanted to be a nun more than she wanted her lesbian. But also, the thing that doesn't really matter, because she's like, well, I had to kiss being a lesbian or goodbye. It's like, yeah, but you would have had to kiss being straight goodbye, too. It's like, you basically, you can't have sex with anyone. Yeah, so whether it's a girl or guy, almost like, if you're, if you're, oh, I'm a nun and I'm a lesbian, it kind of doesn't matter. You're essentially supposed to be asexual, so who cares, right? Yeah. Have they changed that? No, they haven't. The Catholics. I think they were there. People were saying they need to let them uh, get married. Let them get that, the bones in. Still saying no. They would. Oh my god, dude! You imagine the day that the Pope finally came down and said you can get married. How f- they would? Go I mean, the off. funny thing is, is that like the Vatican is in like in like Vatican City is in Rome, right? Yeah. So it's like it's li- it's within Rome is the Vatican. I think City. their Tinder ranges would be larger. Than yeah, that, but though. I'm They'd saying no. It's crazy. like all of a sudden, just like in Tinder in Rome. <laughs> Just be like all these, just like the Pope is on there and fucking just guys got a hat in the profile. Yeah, it's just like they're all like you know, all these people who are just like all of a sudden weren't able to. Well, it would be kind of like you get a guys gets out of jail, like all of his old boys have like a prosty hooked up. Like it, I think oh, it'd be a free for all if the Pope said that. I just want to announce that getting pussy is actually. Now I've looked further into it and I spoke yeah. to God last night and he he yeah. gave me the sign. He said it was just a it was just a miscommunication this whole time. Now you'd have to get one of those things where you know the Jesus like starts bleeding, you know, it'll have like the one of those signs where they say that blood was coming out of the statues or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They have a little bit of like semen that comes out of Jesus' dick <laughs> in the statue. Just like a drop. <laughs> and the Pope goes, Hey Tay Say, he's like Yes, that was legit. A, that was a sign from oh, God. Yeah. Why do you know what cum tastes like? <laughs> tastes like the good stuff. <laughs> so as I want to say that everyone involved in the church is a free for all. That'd be I'll tell you what, that'd be good for kids. You wouldn't see any more of that. By the way, I, we always make, you know, it's impossible not to make the joke, but apparently I heard that in uh, the Catholic religion, the numbers aren't actually higher of molestation or anything like that than any other religion or any other thing. Oh, I believe that. Yeah, it's just, you know, that one's just, they, I think they just did more like cover-ups in the public Well, they eye. just did the, yeah, exactly. They had the more blatant, like super blatant cover-ups, I think, and... Well, they said and a, they knew about it, I think. is Yeah, yeah. under the guide of defending diversity, a move to society to cancel people or situations ends up canceling all sense of identity with the risk of silencing positions that defend a respectful and balanced understanding of various sensibilities. So this is the Pope starts, and the next thing he says, and he goes, I also want to give a shout-out to our new... Uh, our new bishop, uh, Bishop Pepe, <laughs> he, goes, he goes, we're going to be doing sermons. Praise Keck. Praise <laughs> the Lord. Praise Keck. Yeah, praise the Lord. Praise Keck. And then uh, based bishop is our new. <laughs> Changing Vatican City to Kekistan. Remember, you remember that guy that used to be uh, the based battle axe guy or whatever? Remember he had a mallet and he used to hit people? Oh, base stick man. Stick that's, man. Yeah, well, that's where base came from. Base stick. I don't know if it came from there, but base uh, stick man I, is like I a had new... never seen that term before until base stick man. I think I was talking about Dick's thing. No, I remember based God, little B. Oh. Oh, yeah, yeah, <clears> There's right, a lot right, of different right, versions. Right. He was an original based guy out oh, there. Maybe he was the base, yeah. Which I is remember, weird. I don't know. Based God. I, I think that guy's in jail because well, I was asking about him. I don't. Well, I don't know if that's true, but he's done a lot of weird things. Because remember, he was no base stick man, not little. Oh, B. that guy might be little B's done. He he had the whole thing where he was you know cursing. putting hexes yeah, on teams and all that stuff, right? Like they, they were, were like, sort of working. Yeah, they were working. <laughs> I was like, people. But you know what he does now? No. So he's I think crypto, he does I would guess. crypto gaming stuff probably right. But the main thing that he does is he has like all these big social media accounts that all his whole thing is he wants girls to send him photos with uh, his name written in marker on their feet. And then he posts photos of girls' feet. Like, he's super into feet. 
Hmm. I'm not kidding. Go look up Lil B's like Instagram profile. Just feet. Yeah. So his whole thing is a bunch of girls with their feet, and then they write like based God or whatever on their feet, and then he goes sick. Right? He yeah, just he's posts just, them. And he just posts them. It's a whole his whole Instagram account's a foot fetish site. Is he? A, he's a rapper though, right? <laughs> I don't know if he raps anymore. I think he just, he just does the foot thing. He just does the foot thing. <laughs> he kind of just does the foot thing. Does he rate them? Like, is it like a dick rating thing? How girls on OnlyFans can rate dicks? <laughs> yeah, it, it kind of is a little bit like that. Because like he goes, this is a fucking... But he sort of rates them all a 10, though. Oh. Uh, I don't think he would ever see a foot that he didn't like. Like, he seems really into it. Huh. I mean, Very interesting. I mean, it's sweet if you're famous to just be crowdsourcing all these feet. Yeah. yeah. So anyways, the last thing the Pope said was that, you know, free Milo Yiannopoulos, and then he, <laughs> then he dropped the mic. <laughs> uh, and then he goes, you know, it's a detriment to harmony and unity, so... Uh, he basically, uh, the last thing he said that then, then he got into his misinformation stuff, he said, a large portion of the address found the Pope criticizing baseless information and the poorly documented facts about COVID-19. He strongly urged people to get vaccinated. So nice. That's the one thing he did go out and with he's the like, misinformation stuff. Was he shitting on CNN a lot? <laughs> no, he's he he thinks he agrees with CNN. Oh yeah, he's trying to play it down the middle. He goes, "Listen, Fox, you're right about the cancel culture, and CNN, you're right about the misinformation. So everyone sort of wins. They're just desperate for numbers. Well, you, <laughs> oh, yeah. if you graft if you graft out the they're fucking, trying everything. If you graft out like the fucking uh, he tried ch chart of worldwide first. Catholics. It's like probably looks like the BlackBerry chart. Like I bet like you in head. countries that aren't white, their their numbers are still pretty strong. Well, I was I actually looked it up in, in Brazil because I had gone there and they were like where you got your waxing done. Where I got my waxing done for my anus, but uh, they were notoriously like a crazy high population of Catholics, like identified like eighty something percent of all people. And it's a huge country; it's like the size of America. But that is even declining there. Like it's right. everywhere; it's not going up anywhere. Nowhere. Well, he's going tried up. all the things. He sort of tried to pandering to the you know the progressive yeah. stuff. Well, they now. even he's said you're like you could way. be gay. Like I remember, like I think five years ago, they're like you know they're like. I guess you can be gay now. Yeah, he was kind of like, you can be gay and, you know, we accept everyone. Like, if you happen to be a person that puts leather on and goes to leather daddy parties and, you know, cheats on your wife. Remember, he was saying cheating on your wife's actually not that fucking yeah, yeah, bad. Yeah, that's yeah, not the end of the world. So then he, he's going, the, yeah, he's kind of going, the, he's flip-flopping around, but now he's on, you know, he's on this. You think he just watched, like, he watched one episode of Rogan? <laughs> Yeah, he's like, he really did get You think the publicist is the boys cast? He got <laughs> radicalized on YouTube. <laughs> well, another one, speaking of cancer culture, is <laughs> it's not actually speaking of cancer culture, but you can probably segue into anything with that. Oh, yeah. But Boris Johnson. Oh, Joe. So pretty. Well, oh, actually, you know what? Back up a little bit. So, with the misinformation stuff, I just want to say it is interesting because there is so much, like, there is. It's very hard to get the, you know, the right information on anything or whatever. Like, I was even seeing, it seemed pretty much like the fact was. That it does seem like the people in the hospital are at a higher rate unvaccinated. Yeah, hundred percent. That one seems like if you look at the facts or whatever, right? So if you're like sixty, it probably does, you know, make sense, right? Mm -hmm. But then, it, it, you know, and this is the whole push for like the hospitals are overflowing, right? But then I saw all this information that was kind of like from 2016, 17, you know, uh, 2015, even dare I say, 2014. You're, you're talking about in Canada. That's saying that the they've had the same argument that every flu season the hospitals are overflowing. Yes, because the problem is is that this is this is a, a Canadian argument. This is not an American argument. In Canada, they're fucking like in a normal 
time like they they have some of like the no but i've even seen the rates be the same like this idea that they're no, saying but the per capita hospital beds per person in like ontario is so low relative to like many places all over yeah the world. i know so their whole thing is they were running so close to capacity the whole time but I, I know but they've every apparently what i'm saying to you is this thing where they're like this yeah. has always been happening yeah. we just haven't been hearing about it yeah yeah because oh, they 100%. don't want, like the, awesome. yeah yeah like the canceling elective surgeries yeah that was the, always happening yeah, they've been doing that so this they, new they, thing where they go this person lost their life because of this like that was already all all been, happening yeah that's been happening just because and they didn't of, shut down the world i mean it's essentially what you get for like a free one party kind of like socialized health right is like you know. But you said the 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 people the the fake doctors that kind of said, "Hey, a bunch of doctors that came out and said well, we this all was think the Rogan's because this was a huge thing with the Rogan thing this week was that like it was a real like big news cycle. But so I'm sure everybody knows. But so th these 270 people, some of them doctors, some of them like podcasters, some of them was that's like, what I saw a lot. Some of them the things, were like a yeah. high school student or whatever, <laughs> or a high school teacher yeah. or something, right? So they wrote this letter saying like, "Hey." to spotify um you need to like put a he's spreading misinformation you need to put a tag on it okay and then the guardian wrote an article saying 270 doctors speak out against joe rogan right they said the guardian specifically like was wrong and they said 270 doctors and then everybody on the right was like got the list and they're like this isn't 270 doctors there's yeah. like 100 doctors and then now they basically like but it was like interesting to watch this this unfold because it was because like the guardian essentially did fake news and then the people used that on the other side instead of looking into it they used that as like that's now the the real news what the guardian says and then they're like look you guys are wrong this is all bullshit because they're like and then so they essentially use what the guardian said as to dunk on them being like, oh, this is bullshit. It wasn't 270 doctors. Like, look, it's podcasters. And you're like, but they never said that. It's right. The, it's the they, Guardian fucking basically. Well, did I think this a lot of them had like doctorate degrees, but it wasn't, you know. Yeah, yeah. But no, no. But the, even not all of them were doctors. But like, it specifically says, if you read the letter, like, nowhere. So you're says, saying, so it's fair to say that the media. Yeah. But it's like, oh, yeah. yeah again, it's just the like. Paper they, of they, broken they, record. They just whipped <laughs> this whole thing up. And it's interesting because like everybody's dunking on them, but you're like, you're not even really dunking on these people because they never said we're 270 doctors. They're dunking on. Yeah, but I guess that did become the thing that. Everyone, but that became the so narrative. They're not necessarily dunking on the doctors as much as they're dunking on the people who told you this happened. Well, yeah, the for, other people well, that were trying to dunk with this. Exa being like, exactly. Oh, even these fucking 300 people agree with me. Yeah, 270 doctors. And it's like, you guys are just like podcasters. And then people are like, yeah, they're not 270 doctors. It's only 100 doctors. And then. Weird. But they were never... Well, yeah. Boris Johnson basically came out today and he was like, okay, so COVID's kind of done. Yeah. It's just happened. Yeah, and he, yeah. he was basically like, uh, no more masks, no more whatever. And he goes, people can make their own decisions, blah, 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 right? But uh, the conspiracy theory is, because what happened was Boris Johnson said BYOB party he attended during lockdown was a work event. And he basically- Yeah, he, they were just, during all of lockdown, he did the they governor were raging thing. it. No, he did the governor thing, right? Where he threw this big party. No, they weren't, par they weren't like, like there were parties. Nah, like he they, threw a party. No, he threw a big party. Do you not yeah, know this yeah, story? Yeah, yeah, I know. Oh, he okay. had multiple. They, they were just basically- Having like no, at, this at, one, he was throwing at, a rage. Yeah, yeah, they, but it was like at the fucking ten Downing, I think, where he lives, and then they were just it's like the BYOB, like, which is cheap, he, cheap, cheap bastard. I know, I know. Why'd you go to the fucking 
prime minister's house and the you gotta bring your own fucking pack i mean fucking true you went to trudeau's house it would just be all coconut water and fucking yeah, something seltzer. super yeah no it'd be fucking mike's hearts yeah. <laughs> oh he'd be icing you nonstop. <laughs> turn around he's on one knee fucking holding a th- <laughs> smearing off ice you go what's fucking I- trudeau what's icing you again is when you turn around and someone's holding a, uh or like whatever when you make you do like the smearing off ice and then you got to go on one knee and you drink the smearing off ice because you like because you what you saw it uh, i can't remember exactly so people will, will know i don't really remember the icing it, it, no that's like i remember a, it existing but i don't remember what it was yeah yeah it's like it, i can't remember if it's like if someone you show them or if they ca- you throw it at them and they catch it and then they have to drink it i don't know something but you make people go on one knee and drink a smear off ice well yeah he, he had to apologize to the queen which is pretty funny <laughs> But isn't that funny? Like when you when the prime minister gets in trouble, they don't apologize to the public. They have to go to the queen and Straight say, queen. "Sorry, babe." Like you know, queen's been fucking. Lot, well, no one can live up to these rules. A lot of shit with fucking. Uh, what did the, she do? Well, the uh, what's her face? The prince who is with uh, Epstein. Oh, Epstein yeah. prince. Yeah, the yeah Epstein yeah. prince, her son or whatever. He's uh, I can't remember his name, but it's been good memes he, going around about that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Well, he, he she's like stripped him of all his stuff. Really? Yeah, yeah. Because I mean, I guess well, that's what Boris was sort of afraid to get stripped of his stuff. So but he I don't go think to he, I don't think the Queen can kick the Prime Minister out of office in the UK. No, but he he, has to you just down. need their blessing. It's not going to be. He's like, listen, she might. You do, she can't kick you out of office, but she will be grumpy, and yeah. you don't want to see her after she, before pre- she's at her tea. Is the prevailing she's not happy? But yeah. yeah, is the prevailing thing that fucking he just. To got rid of all these lockdowns and stuff just to save himself from well the, the it's basically our governor's video yeah where they were you know going out there being like cancel your thing or whatever actually our buddy andrew aporto did a pretty funny video he just posted it on instagram where he called the the, the basically the place in canada where you call them and you go hey i need uh, uh how many people can i have and they go oh, you can only have five people at a gathering or whatever and then he went through if you uh, if you check him out on uh that instagram but he basically he goes all right so my mom's there my grandma my grandma and a husband is like okay so maybe my grandpa won't come like what uh, what what about this like what if she's just in the other thing and she makes the food but then she leaves when we eat it like we just, <laughs> <laughs> he was kind of going through <laughs> what if i kick my grandmother out or whatever he said right but like calling the places that's yeah, making yeah, the rules like and then the walking covid them. snitch hotline and then like to see what you're like yeah walking do. them through who you're gonna not let come to the party <laughs> That's funny. Anyways, he so he basically have, it's so funny that they have to go to you know imagine like Biden did something wrong and he had to go apologize to some old lady. <laughs> well, imagine like how many black faces does Trudeau need to do to fucking you like, have to go where, apologize where, to the queen where he well no where he just says ah oh, fuck like I, I did it this time all right everybody we're gonna get rid of all the stuff all the lockdowns are over one more black face might do it over there he goes I deeply and bitterly regret that this happened Johnson said I can only renew my apologies both to her Majesty and to the county for misjudgments that were made for which I take responsibility and then he also said let the record state I did in fact win the beer pong tourney. <laughs> Goes, I'm, I'm undefeated at Flip Cup. Uh, I just want that funnel twelve on the record. Cracked fucking. Tw- he okay. seems like a fucking lampshade on the head kind of guy, dude. <laughs> yeah, Ojo. the wacky hair, dude. When I, we were you ever a funnel guy? No, I. The only time I ever did a funnel All was body. in Guelph. And we we had like this two story house, and then there's like the you know, big one. So they go like Guelph was a big funnel town too. I, I know, and then so someone was on the thing, <laughs> and then the I story. was at the, at the bottom, and then they go. Oh, and yeah. It was the first funnel I ever did. I was like 19. They go, let her rip, and I like do it, and I go, ah, <laughs> oh, like, you oh, fucking, you're over for one funneling, you bitch. Over one last funnel I ever. Boo. Did. I, can't, I can't do it. I don't have the fucking. I, do. I don't have no gag reflex like fucking this guy over here. <laughs> I'd notoriously, like to, I, well, Danny's fucking mouth was already full with cum, and the mix of it made it foam too much. I would love. 
have an apology next week for the fact that you can't funnel a beer. No, I can. I've can shotgun a beer. Yeah. I've sh- I shotgun beers. It's Boo. the funneling. I don't know. There's something about the funneling. I just couldn't do it. I was a big funnel guy, man. No, not, not a funnel guy. I was thinking about it in college. I think 90% of my life was doing stuff ironically. <laughs> Dude, me and the boys used to go to the store, the hardware store, and buy matching funnels and then just show up to like a keg party where you didn't know the people with like, just, how funny is that? Just like five boys at the door walking in with funnels, paying the fee for the keg party. <laughs> <laughs> no, we were big into that. Yeah, yeah. I never. I mean, I wasn't opposed to it. I just. Ah, oh, you apparently were. Just had too too much of a gag reflex. That's couldn't bad, get, dude. Could, that you can't funnel a beer. I wasn't even a really big drinker in college, to be honest. Really, more I of a guzzler. I was more of a. I was a weed guy. Right, you were. Yeah, yeah, I was like a weed guy. I didn't drink that much. It's a crappy guy. Yeah, to be in college. I mean, it's crappier to be that guy now, but it's college was. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> That's crazy that you can't funnel beer. I think we're going to get a, a I get fun- shotgun a beer. I'll tell you what we're going to do. Get a funnel on the on one of the episodes of the boys cast and we're going to teach you how to funnel. Okay. What's what I mean, what's the strategy? Like is there what do you mean teach me? Well, first you put the funnel together, two, stop being a <laughs> fucking pussy. Stop being a bitch. <laughs> the main thing is stop being a bitch. The yeah. third one's man up. Dude, I was funneling everything the other night. There was a funnel kicking around. I funneled like three beers in a claw. Do you remember that? Ah, there was a no. funnel kicking around. I can't no. remember one. Maybe it was Dylan's party. Uh, but anyways, beer pong. I was never really that into that stuff. That was, I saw my friend funnel. Yeah, I would do it all ironically. Uh, a funnel like a a pint of or whatever, like a Mickey of. I think it was like whiskey or something once, and I was like, "That's probably not a good idea." Yeah, it's just like that gone. <laughs> Funneling whiskey stinks, dude. It was insane. I had one buddy that could would do that. He would be able to drink the, you know, ha- chug half the thing of whiskey. Yeah. Same guy that used to break skateboards on his head. It was yeah, a yeah, crazy yeah. person. Probably in jail now. Probably. <laughs> that guy don't. That guy ends up in jail. He, he, I'll tell you where he is. He's either in jail or he has a fuckload of DUIs. Yo. That's the type of guy that you fucking, you meet him at the end of the year and you know, I mean, you, you, oh, how's it going? And he goes, uh, you see him in the, uh, you see him beside his car getting in and he like wants to wait for you to leave because he doesn't want to have to see you blow into his wheel. <laughs> it was funny. I was at this liquor store in Williamsburg the other day and like the, this guy was there and they were having this whole conversation about DUIs and the rules around DUIs and this guy's like yeah it's like you you can bike and you won't get a DUI on a bike like he knew like the rules of different states and stuff Stop. like you can tell this guy was like, like the a, pedophile that knows the different age of consent he was like a Ronnie Dobbs kind of scenario <laughs> where he's like he literally is like yeah like in California like you can ha- you can uh, as long as you haven't got a DUI on in a car he's like you're fine to drive a bike drunk but he's like once you get that DUI in the car <laughs> then you're on the bike drunk you get another DUI and he's like and then they're like at the but it's like the cashier was like I don't know and he's like I'm telling you like he was <laughs> he just walks around telling everyone the Dewey information. Yeah, oh yeah, that's no, no, no. You're good there. He's like, oh, I can't drive. No, no, no. This is a point eight state. This is <laughs> he knows the he knows the legal yeah, limit. Yeah, that's yeah. so funny. <laughs> oh shit, the Dewey. He showed up on a bike. I think he was kind of liquored up. I don't know. It seemed like they knew him. He was like a just a that is pretty regular. funny. Showing up on a bike like and then t- or showing up basically drunk to buy beer and telling everyone he knows his rights and what is. <laughs> legal limits like, are. I think they're like watch out they're, you got your bike and he goes no excuse me <laughs> well anyways the so the propaganda so to speak yeah for people to try to you know that COVID's a big deal and you really don't want to get it has turned up to a new high because apparently this has been going around and I don't know if you've experienced this or you were just like this before but a man claims that COVID-19 made his penis shrink yeah I'm an any now <laughs> yeah 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 that the girl went from an innie to a bigger innie. A girl pulls off Danny's pants and she goes, 
Are you still contagious? <laughs> she goes, this is the worst case of COVID I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> she goes, oh, fuck, I'm going to need a test. But apparently, which is, you know, the Nicki Minaj was saying all this stuff about, you know, her cousin or whatever. I know. Well, that was the thing. Everybody dunked on her pretty yeah. hard. And then... Uh... But this uh, this is apparently true. Yeah. And there's a few other things, but the first one is your dicks are shrinking. And then it goes, an anonymous man in his 30s, you definitely want to be anonymous on that, who had to be hospitalized after contacting COVID-19 last July, now claims the disease led him with uh, left him with a shrunken penis and erectile dysfunction. And the, there's a couple different parts to it. The first part is if you have erectile dysfunction and it's soft... I don't really think that's fair if you go, my penis is uh, less soft because you go, the variance is very high. Yeah. I feel like people just go, th you'll go through a couple of weeks where your fucking soft one is not kicking that hard, you know? Yeah. It's very unpredictable. <laughs> <laughs> very unpredictable soft. Yes. But. But it matters hard. Hard is what matters. Right. But then he says he couldn't get hard. He goes, before I got sick, I was above average. Um, not huge, but definitely bigger than normal. <laughs> so it, this yeah. thing reeks of a guy that's telling a girl that he had yeah, a big oh, for one. For sure. I mean, like the reporter called him and he goes, oh, it's, a, it's like it's a chick calling him. He goes, yeah, I mean, it was pretty large to begin with. It's not like it was small or anything. Well, that's, um, that's the part where the doctor apparently agreed with him because he goes, now I've lost an inch and a half and becoming decidedly less than average. And the doctor said, oh, this actually is something that happens. But the whole thing rips of a guy talking to a girl and being like, I fucking go. Like, you know, I swear it was. <laughs> yeah. it, it used to be bigger. <laughs> well, you met up with a girl. You basically catfished a girl. You met up with a girl, and you're just like, I'm fucking. You had the fake Coke can in your dick pic that you were sending. <laughs> you know, the smaller. You're taking your dick pics at the miniature village. <laughs> So it's all these, you know, disproportional things. You got the fucking ruler custom made with every inch is like half an inch. And then he's, she shows up and she goes, what? And he goes, fucking, oh my God. COVID's no, serious. I just had COVID. Because yeah. it reeks Mascot. of that. And then he goes, yeah. He goes, oh, how was it before? He goes, actually, it's fucking probably, if anything, like way bigger <laughs> than average. So you know who Mandingo is? Probably somewhere in the- That was basically me. Yeah. So I don't even know how this would make sense because before I got sick, I was above average. Yeah, and he goes, became less than average. But it also is funny. The guy, uh, you know how they make videos, you know, when, when uh, to like, you know, I was a drug user and- uh, you know, I used to be, I was sucking dick for crack or whatever. And, you know, you know, I'm yeah, intervention yeah, yeah, and stuff like that. Pretty funny. This guy making his video where he goes, people, you know, I was there. I was nine inches easily. <laughs> My friends used to call me damn the hammer. <laughs> Girls are walking funny. I mean, it's crazy because if this guy is true, why hasn't like, you know, the federal government been like, yo, you're a new spokesperson for getting vaccinated? Because they don't, well, that, that's <laughs> for sure. But I think they don't want to admit that theirs have shrunk too. So they're like, I didn't uh, know. <laughs> the craziest thing about this was uh, <clears throat> at the end of it, where it said, for men who have already had COVID-19 and are experiencing erectile dysfunction, Dr. Winter suggests using medicine like Cialis or Viagra or even using extension devices that can add back length. <laughs> <laughs> that's what they recommend, is it? Yeah, just an extension device. Oh, shut the fuck I'm up. I'm like, what? Yeah, you go to the doctor and he recommends that you put an extension device. <laughs> Dude, I would rather kill myself than have start having sex with a girl and then pop an extension device on. Yeah, like I don't think Get the hell out of here. I don't, yeah, I don't. That's it insane. says these are easy things that you can do at home to either prevent shortening or actually get back 
length that you've lost. <laughs> but it's like not like it's not like a thing that goes on it. Like it sounds like it's like a, a de- something like like you know the people who walk around with like the weights attached to their cock. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It sounds like, like that's what it is. Does that work? That used to be a big thing that people said like in different cultures. And apparently bikers, I read this biker biography yeah. one time and they said they all used to walk. They all That used to be a thing. You turn 16 or whatever and you all put the weights on your dick to make their dicks bigger. They would walk around with like a lock, like a padlock tight, uh, chain to their dick or whatever, weighing it know. down. I don't know. Apparently this is what they say. Kind of like how people space out their ears. Yeah, yeah. Well, if you're listening and uh, report in the comments <laughs> on YouTube if you have... Uh, successfully lengthened your penis. Yeah, well, definitely don't want to put the extension device, but... <laughs> and then, people, I used to have sex with girls so good, they were all locking funny. <laughs> I used to, they no, did. they just walk regular. <laughs> now they don't walk... Now they walk funny as... Now they, they used to walk funny, now they walk sneaky after they sneak out of my house because I couldn't put the performances in. <laughs> they walk sneaky to their Uber to avoid having sex. I always said it was uh, what's not impressive saying having sex with a girl tells she's walking funny. What's impressive is if, if a girl was walking funny, then you fuck her so good now she walks normal. <laughs> you got the cure. You're like those like, yeah. like magic those, stick. Yeah, you're like those uh, pastors or whatever who you know. You're like you're you're saved. Yeah, and yeah. You're yeah. like oh, I can walk again. <laughs> exactly. Well, the Italian study said 28 percent of men who contracted COVID nineteen experienced issues with erectile dysfunction. That seems high. Thirty percent of people. I'll tell you what I, I think. Found. What it is? They've been sitting at home just jerking off nonstop for the last two years because nobody goes to a job anymore. Maybe that. They've just been rubbing them out so hard. Like, They've jerked like, themselves flaccid. Yeah. It's like, I mean, you know, you only have so many, like... I was so tired more. There. My back seemed to hurt, but I was just... <laughs> <laughs> my, back, my back got blown out from yeah. the dicks. No, but I, I did not... I don't think I know anyone that said they couldn't get it up really after COVID. No, not, not related. 28%? They're saying one in three? Shut up. Yeah. Shut up, Italians. Italian study. Italian study. Yeah, there's no way. One in three. That's the stupidest study ever. Zero chance. Oh, that's what they're saying. Yeah, they put out, they're encouraging people to do all this stuff that they want. They want to say uh, that men who have had COVID-19 are six times more likely to experience erectile dysfunction. So this feels like propaganda a little bit. They're saying 30% from who out is, there. though, is the question. I guess from the vaccine. It's weird because on Fox, though, but it's the vaccine that, lobby. That would be sort of okay, though, if if uh, if all the dudes that got COVID together, we all couldn't get it up. And then it's like in Seinfeld where every, uh, every dude just starts getting way smarter and stuff like that. <laughs> All of a sudden, every dude's like a goodwill hunting situation, and the girls are just walking around with their pockets empty. Like you, <laughs> every girl's just walking around like poor. There's an epidemic of homeless women. Yeah, guys are just like fucking figuring out all these. Uh, uh, we have a uh, we have a statistic in Italy that thirty percent of men can't give it get it up, and thirty and twenty eight percent of women are reporting having less handbags bought for them. <laughs> Correlation or causation? But it's also a no, new excuse in the toolkit for the boys, right? If you go with the girl and she's like, what's wrong? You know, you can't get it up. You go, ah, COVID. Mm-hmm. So that is that is not bad. And you have this study written. You know, you have the study ready for you. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. I swear, look. This is, ah, this real here's my documentation. This is basically a doctor's note for not getting it up. Kind of. So get out. <laughs> Anyways, since we're not having sex, I'll probably Venmo you for the dinner. <laughs> <laughs> Woo!
<laughs> well, the last one of that is this other guy said his agonizing penis pain is found to be a rare side effect of COVID. Yeah. So they're really getting out there being like, your dick's at risk. Yeah. I mean, well, this one I did. So the, the Italy one. Did you have the penis pain? No, I didn't have the penis pain, but the Italy one uh, seemed very like anecdotal. But this was like, I actually kind of got in the weeds on this. And there was like a real like, you know, medical journal describing okay. what happened with this guy with the with the penis pain. And he just, uh, I mean, they're saying it's like within three days, I think, of having COVID or something he had got. It, and then every time he got an erection, it was just really painful. He's an Iranian and, dude. And they had a, several <laughs> instances of this happening where people had these like, uh, I can't remember what the term is, but like basically we have like a four hour erection and it's like painful do you think he's just ripping through prostitutes i don't know like to to help it out no because yep. i think it hurts like i think you, you the worst thing is a prostitute well, like, this guy couldn't get it up they said there was one guy that got a four-hour erection which isn't that crazy it's like shut up dude if you come up and you're like i was erect for four hours it's like yeah i mean okay whatever i want I get to two days before i even start to think that that's a problem four hours i don't know there were four hours he goes you know and it turns out the fucking nurse was just hot <laughs> He goes, the nurse was sitting there beside him in the bed the whole time. He couldn't get rid of it. But the priapism, that's what the word is. If anything, first of all, it's, I'd just like to state for the record, this is a non-normative erection. And I don't appreciate them <laughs> the way that they're besmirching him. I know. Did you know the thing that apparently some uh, Muslims, when they get prosties, you're not supposed to, for God reasons, have sex with someone that you're not married to. Mm -hmm. So they would have like a fake uh, or like a, also an underground pasture that would temporarily marry them and then divorce them. So when they had sex with the prostie, they were technically banging their wife for that moment. <laughs> A nice little. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I know that, that. Have you heard? Have you ever heard that? I've never heard that. I have. I, that I know Islam has a rule against um, lending money at interest. Okay. Unlike the Jews, but they they have like a specific rule where you can't. But obviously, they're not like want to get mortgages and stuff. So they have some weird like workaround where it's like um, I, I don't I, I don't know the exact details, but like they have it's just like loopholes. They come loopholes up with are so weird, funny. Come up with all these crazy loopholes. Well, that's the one. Apparently, they <laughs> they get married to the girl. I mean, but... I know there's that thing in Afghanistan where they're like you can't have sex with like a woman that's not your w wife, and so then they like make like little boys dress up as women, and then like. Have sex with them, and then they're like, "That's not. It's not That's cheating not, because it's, it's not a boy. cheating or gay." Because <laughs> he's wearing a wig. Yeah, it's not cheating or gay. Interesting. Yeah. So yeah. that's so they're not actually into kids. I mean, they're necessity just like they is the mother like of all invention. You know, or invention <laughs> is yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I would say that the worst part about that, if you got married to the, if you know, you had the the whatever prosty pastor. <laughs> You know, the pimp also, you know, he takes off his pimp outfit and puts on his, you know, marriage outfit or whatever and marries you. And then he's like, and now pronounce you man and wife. And then while you're having sex, uh, you come out and the priest, that he's dead. Yeah, he's dead. And you <laughs> go, <laughs> how am I going to explain this to my wife? Yeah, that'd be a calamity of errors. That's something that would happen to Ben Stiller. <laughs> Oh, my wife is not going to be happy about this one. Uh, ben Stiller, 90% of his movies are him like clogging a toilet. I think he had three movies in a row that were like rom-coms where something like the, the toilet clogging happened. I mean, he, he's always, he, Ben Stiller's always got a very like uh, a shit situation oh, about yeah. to go happen. I mean, the moment that those balls got stuck in the zipper, that was hard to top. <laughs> balls in the zipper is right. the zipper peak stiller peak stiller probably was from COVID if you ask me <laughs> the doctors had to drain the blood from the penis using a needle because ice packs didn't work and bring the stiffness down so sort of seems like there's no like reverse Viagra 
Well, they that is so funny though that they go they couldn't use the ice packs and then they basically put needles in and they drain your blood like you're a fucking yeah, yeah. heroin addict that ran out of veins. Pretty disgusting. Ouch. Ouch. Yeah. Yeah. So that sucks. Not really. I mean, much. there are a lot of weird COVID things. I don't know if this is a COVID thing. I, I've actually noticed this in like the last, I don't know if this is just getting older or whatever, but I wonder if this is COVID related. And this article actually made me start looking into it because I think this said something, but like my right like shin is, has been like slightly like almost feels like not pins and needly, but it's like, it's almost like not full. You have diabetes. No, it's not diabetes, okay. but it's like, it's almost like it just doesn't have like the full sensation on my like right shin. And I don't know, like, it feels like it's in the past few months. Really? Yeah. And I, like, it's weird. Like it almost just like, it's not like numb, but it's just like, doesn't feel the same as me touching the other one. That's fucking weird. It's weird. It's just like, I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's a circulation thing. Maybe someone's listening. Yeah, diabetes, or... I would say. Yeah, maybe, maybe the inflation. Maybe, I, got, I, got maybe. The, I got the sugars. <laughs> yeah, the sugars. The inf- I got the sugars. The inflation that's happened in the world. Your your body's having a visceral reaction yeah, to yeah. it. Just, but just on the right shin. I'm going to suggest that you funnel a beer and then man up and then see the... I bet you get that... Bl- you funnel that beer, the fucking the blood sh- starts circulating again. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Going to take a quick break here to tell you about Athletic Greens. I personally have been taking the greens every morning, and I forget about it less because it's, you know, I go to get water a lot of times, and yeah. I have the box sitting there. Oh, yeah. Nice my- box, too, that little green thing. I love it. Exactly, where my little pineapple. Brands. You know what? I I couldn't figure out what the taste was, and I'm like, I think I've I've narrowed it down to pineapple. Really? Yeah, that's what that kind of fruity like pleasantness is. I mean, it takes one to know one. So yeah, <laughs> plus plus you drink, you know, you pineapple, and then ah, we can't confirm it either if there's pineapple in there. That is a conjecture. But if you want better gut health, more energy, optimized immune system, if you hate taking pills and vitamins, and you want a supplement that actually takes tastes great, you know, and if you want to see what the hype is about. The greens that everyone's talking about, you know, from Ricky Gervais to Tim Ferriss, but most importantly, us, and you want to use our promo code. So if with this stuff, it's one delicious scoop of athletic greens. You're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole foods, source superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help you start your day right. This special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, recovery, focus, and aging. So all of the things supports better sleep and quality recovery, which is the most important thing for me because I, A, have trouble sleeping and then too much on my mind and then the day I'm all tired and since COVID too, I've been sort of fucking low on energy still. Yeah, you got long COVID? Yeah, I feel like I do a little bit. Ryan long COVID? Yeah, I have Ryan long COVID. The founder (laughs) of Athletic Greens uh, was experiencing how difficult it was to create an optimal nutrition routine on his own. So this is recommended by professional athletes And right now it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with your convenient daily nutrition, especially heading into the flu and cold season. It's just one scoop in a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for million dollar pills and supplements to look out for your health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one year supply of immune supporting vitamin D. And five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash boyscast. Again, athleticgreens.com slash boyscast to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Also, I'm going to tell you about Raycon, my favorite headphones. They don't fall out. I wear them everywhere. A lot of people didn't make New Year's resolutions. And you know what? That doesn't mean you shouldn't still find a way to shake things up. Whether it's by switching up your workout routine or going somewhere new, whether it's challenging yourself in the new year, there's no better way to do it. 
with a pair of Raycon wireless earbuds in your ears. Great for the gym, great for running outside, planes, whatever you need. Raycon wireless earbuds is the best way to bring audio with you because no matter how much you shake things up, literally no matter how much you shake, they won't fall out of your ears. So that's a big selling point of yeah. these ones is they stick in the puppies. Right in the, pop- <laughs> the puppies. <laughs> <laughs> Their earbuds look good, feel good, sound better than ever. There's also an awareness mode if you need to listen to your surroundings so you can take Raycons with you wherever you go. With optimized gel tips for the perfect in-ear fit, these earbuds are so comfortable, they will not budge. Trust me. You can put them during sex like Leonardo DiCaprio while you're listening to the boys cast. Raycons offer eight hours of playtime and 32 hours of battery life, so they actually don't need to be charged that often. And the price is right. When you get quality audio at half the price of the premium audio brands, so that's a big thing too. Is they're way less more, way less money than the other ones. Is no wonder Raycon's everyday earbuds have over forty eight thousand five star reviews. So right now, Boyscast listeners get fifteen percent off the Raycon order at buyraycon.com slash boyscast. That's buyraycon.com slash boyscast to save fifteen percent on Raycons. Buyraycon.com slash boyscast. Well, on the topic, you know of. Uh, the Bella of Muslims and Belaclavas and Islam. Mm-hmm. An interesting thing that was happening that, okay, it, you know, the appropriation stuff's always like an interesting one for me, but it's so funny because so there's this, basically this trend where they try to make, you know, hijabs and they call them uh, Belaclavas essentially. They, they make it trendy, right? Well, a hijab is a hijab, a Belaclava is a Belaclava. Right, but th- okay. So what's happening is they they've put in like a lot of fashion shows, you know. Uh, yeah, women in hijabs, like and like Nike made like the running right. hijab and all that to stuff. to try to kind of you know whatever for obviously reasons yeah. of all this stuff, right? And then you know they started making kind of you know half ones that aren't quite that, but they're they're basically the styles kind of becoming a stylish style. Yeah. So they're sort of putting that out there, and all the you know models are wearing them and they're selling them, and then kids are putting TikTok challenges wearing this or whatever. It's sort of become like a trendy thing. And then so these articles are starting to come out, basically being like, why this is a problem? Do mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Of course, of course, of course. But it's such a funny thing because it's like it really is. You know, they said balaclavas are trendy, but for some Muslim women, it's more complicated. And what they really mean is for some activists, it's more complicated, right? Yeah. And it's interesting because you go, the same with anything. If if your culture or trend or thing that you do, if you want it to be normalized, which is what their sort of thing is for everything, like let's make things that aren't that normal, normal, Mm -hmm. you know, and at least in America, like if it's not that normal to be walking around with a jab or whatever, right? Of course. I mean, it's not abnormal in new york like you would think nothing of it like i went to school with people that you know yeah, dress like that it's not abnormal yeah, but it's not the norm so if you want to make it like normal where it's like nothing then yeah this is what comes with it you don't get to now control it it's kind of like when a when a type of music is but this underground is- but then it becomes the main thing now there's going to be all these people doing it lame and you're not going to like where that goes sort of for sure but this scenario is like it's just a thing that resembles it it's not even like it's not like women are wearing hijabs they're just wearing balaclavas that resent and they're like that's too close exactly but they it's like they you think you're gonna make it like the it's like saying uh tattoos right you're kind of like oh it should be more normal it's like well guess what once that becomes like really normal 
the tattoo culture is going to be a lot different. Mm-hmm. You know, the, ta- the culture surrounding tattoos and the way that people look at tattoos, once everyone in the world has one and it's the most normal thing in the world, which is, you know, probably kind of that now. For sure. Exactly. Dude, I saw a cop with a fucking cop on the cell. Oh, cops, every second with, cop like, has a sleeve. Like, no, he had hand tattoos. I hand was like, tattoos. Is I was like, like, he had literally like tattoos on his hand. Blue Lives Matter? <laughs> no, it's like a fiery eyeball. Really? I'm like, it's crazy. It is know. a bit like, much, I'm like, yeah. whatever, but I'm just like, I Well, that's know. what I said. You're going to have a doctor with a flaming stethoscope. Scope. Every firefighter's got his stupid ass fucking firefighter. Yeah, no, but it's they all get the the their firefighter number yeah, tattooed yeah, the, on them, their station number, whatever, them. right? But it's like anytime anything becomes you know super, everyone's doing it. You don't get to really control it, right? So their thing is no, we want everyone to be like this is the most normal thing, but then we also want to be controlling the narrative of how people talk about it and how to see it. And you go, yeah, there's pros and cons of something being like a subculture versus like a mainstream culture, and which is all of this, right? But it's just funny when they're like, uh, she goes, so uh, this student who's a content creator noticed that the balaclavas are being more popular winter accessory. She was ex- she was ecstatic at first. As the seasons change and trends also change, I feel like I have to force my outfits to the conditions of wearing a hijab and my level of modesty. So she's kind of saying she was happy with it at first. But then now they're starting to say that the problem is, well, when you look at, uh, when they look at it, people feel, uh, there's like a, People think bad things. They go, oh, if you're wearing a hijab, that's because you're oppressed or whatever. But when white girls wear it, like no one thinks anything. And this is, so they're sort of saying. Well, it's, yeah, they're not wearing a hijab. <laughs> they're wearing a balaclava. But even if they are, yeah, but they're saying if they wear the balaclava, oh. even, they get that. Oh, you have to wear that balaclava. Yeah, and they're saying that, um, so there's people posting the videos to TikTok. And they realize the trend is also brought with it some serious issues. You, These white women can take off the balaclava and abandon the trend. But race, religion, and gender are things somebody can can't just wake up and abandon, she says. People are able to wear a balaclava are, are perceived as trendy and cool, but a hijab can be seen as a, si- a symbol of political oppression. So it's basically like an appropriation argument yeah. at their core where they say, well, it's okay for you to do it and okay, not okay for me to do it. But there's so many things to do it. Like, this is the problem with all this stuff. It's only really hits here because it's not white people. Because imagine it was the other way around. Oh, she'd never go after any non-white person. Well, because they're all well. No, no, yeah. This is obviously that, that, but I'm saying, imagine the argument the other way around, where it's like people started wearing stuff that kind of looked like a Mormon bonnet, and like, you think any of these places would be like, well, when the Mormons wear it, you think they're more when you think they're Mormon, and then when I wear it, they think it's cool, so that's unfair, and you go. What do you want us to do about it? Yeah. It's like, I, well, I just want... Ban the sale of fucking... Like, what she's trying to do, raise awareness? Ex- exactly. See, what she wants people to do is what, what just so you know, look at them exactly the same. It's like, yes, well, when the fucking thing is worn by people who traditionally have that culture, yes, I'm sorry. You're, the same reason why if I see, like, a biker with an American flag tattoo, it might mean something different than I, when I see a backpacker with an American flag tattoo. Yeah. It's like, you go, well, why when the Ameri- biker wears an American flag tattoo, you think of them as a certain way. You know what I mean? Yeah, but, like, she's... Like, right, yes, they, she, it means different things in on different people. And she's not even saying that this is making her life worse. She's just saying this is some sort of unfairness. It's some sort of unfairness. Yeah, she's like, it's not even like, she's not even like, oh yeah, like my life is now worse because all these women are walking around. If anything, it's actually better because it's more normalized. But she's saying like, hey, I still have, you know. And there is There's some people who think this. And And then there's also the degree of like, there's that kind of narrative where it's like, well, there's nothing, you know, every girl's doing it under her own volition or whatever. I haven't seen this once, by the way. What? Women wearing balaclavas? I think I maybe uh, am I more exposed to fashion stuff. Oh, okay. whatever, I, 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 but... you've, like, you've been seeing this? Dude, the if way. they're fucking, if you go, if you look at like girls, um, 
like you know uh, I don't know what you'd call it not like a catalog but like an online store yeah they have like lots of places that's a big thing that they you know kind of have that in them right the same okay. way they have like fat models or whatever right yeah but <laughs> do you, you have any balaclavas on fat models that's oh, that's how they you know double the Dutch right double Dutch yeah but yeah it was just like a it's interesting to me because <laughs> if you had like uh, the Pope or whatever and he has his stupid Catholic hat for example it's like yes it's going to be hard to be stylish, but like a rapper might start wearing that hat. And then now it's like, oh, the Pope hats are cool. Like the, you know, Kanye West is wearing all these Pope gear or whatever. And it might start catching on. And then yes, Christians could be like, yeah, they're all doing our Pope stuff. But it's like, yeah, that's what happens when the thing, you know, if something's cool and people start to fucking, and it's not even that it was cool. It's like activists like pushed it into a pulp. I guess my point, the reason I'm bringing it up is that I think it's funny to push something really hard into popular culture. And then once it gets into popular culture, have a big problem with that. Yeah. Oh, if I was to say what I'm like, my point of this. Yeah. hundred percent. And just the, I mean, again, the complaining over essentially nothing. Well, but their whole thing, and this goes back to a lot of things is their big problem is, well, you're kind of using it wrong. Like we actually, um, you know, we, we wear this for deeply personal reasons yeah, and you're kind of making a mockery of it to some degree. Okay. But how many people walk around with crosses and have Bible scripture on there? It's like, hey, don't have them in the church once or whatever. It's like, yeah. I mean, how many Muslim people go drink alcohol? I don't know. Like, yeah, we don't Muslim people who drink. And then there is the other side of it where they're like, this is not a symbol of oppression. It was like, well, to some places it a little bit is. And you know, most if you live in, if you live in Afghanistan right now and you've had been, you know, fairly secular and you haven't worn one forever and and then the government just made laws that you have to wear it. Like for th those people, it is somewhat of a symbol of oppression. So it depends. Um, absolutely. It can be all of them. And it's mostly just like a bunch of just normal chicks who are like, yeah, I just, I live in a cold city and I'm just, it's the trend and I'm just, but I'm, I'm more, most importantly, I'm wearing this to stay warm. And then well, there's a mix second. of that. And then there's a mix of it kind of getting cool because, you know, all the big fashion houses for progressive reasons are sort of working them into their repertoires. Yeah. Should we, <clears throat> should we get some? <laughs> Because this, this is even a female thing only, right? Maybe that's what it is. Guys need to start wearing this. Because guys don't okay. wear hijabs, right? That's a female thing. So maybe if guys start wearing the balaclavas, even though I think that's primarily who has them in the past, is like robbers and just guys, whatever, you wear the balaclavas. But maybe guys need to start wearing these fashionable balaclavas more. Fat, gay, non-binary men. Yeah. <laughs> No, just anybody, any men, just in with solidarity a job, with our, a cry, a cross. The used to sisters. do all this. Yeah, you're sort of a solidarity with the Jobby sisters. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna get one. I th I'd like to see you, yeah, do your new podcast with your yeah. with the job on. Just sort of yeah. see how that goes. But it's not a hijab; it's a balaclava, right? Which is, I feel, that's a European. It's thing. more of an appropriating robbers culture. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's the next article in the New York Times. Criminal some, culture. Some robber with like the fucking like. Well, this is unfair face. because when I wear it, sometimes I end up in jail, whereas. <laughs> You know they 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 want to they want all the benefits without actually having to do the bank robberies that go along with it. <laughs> Must be nice. <laughs> so it's just funny because I mean I always like to do these back to back of kind of showing the type of you know these like microaggression type of racism that's mm -hmm. uh, being talked about here and then finding one that kind of happens somewhere else to show the controversy. But in um, Japan. So basically, this woman gave up her child after learning the sperm donor lied about his ethnicity and education. Yeah. And so in Japan, so basically what happened was this woman, she wanted to get prego and she was like, she couldn't. So instead of, you know, going through the channels and trying to get sperm donor, they just find a guy on the internet 
that bones them a bunch. I know that was the craziest thing. I was reading this and I go like, oh, that's how you do sperm because they don't do it. They're not. A big the woman company. had sex with the sperm donor ten times <laughs> to get pregnant. So pretty sick move for the sperm donor. Yeah, I was like, I should move to fucking Japan. <laughs> well, because there's two. So there's a couple of takeaways, and the first takeaway is that you really. Oh, I'll tell you more about what happened. But basically, after it happened, the woman, Tokyo resident in her 30s, shares a child with her husband and was seeking to have a second child. But after learning the partner had a hereditary disease, the woman decided to find a sperm donor on social media. The donor she chose claimed he was a Japanese and a graduate of the prestigious Kyoto University. Fuck yeah. And he had sex with her 10 times to get pregnant. Japanese newspaper shows up. But then it turns out he was Chinese yeah. and went to a different university. And that the fact that he was Chinese for her, she oh, goes, yeah. Baby can't be Chinese. Yeah. Oh, they, they, the one thing I was surprised with that because, yeah, they all like hate each other. You like, need a, they need a paint swatch for the racism because it's, well, you know, it's like, like Irish Chinese to person, Scottish racism. Yeah. But like a Chinese person, like a Japanese, that's the one thing where I go, like, Japanese people can tell the difference between, like, <laughs> like it's like, it's almost like the stereotype sometimes where they're like, where they're like I, they speak a different language. Well, this guy probably grew up in Japan, obviously. Oh, he's just ethnically. I thought he was like from China. Well, I would like to think that he didn't have a strong Chinese <laughs> accent. I mean, what would you would you be here meet with a guy and he goes, uh, he goes, I'm he goes, oh, yeah, I'm Russian, mate. <laughs> you, you know, you'd have to be a moron. Yeah. Obviously, they have the same dialect. I, I assume he had like come from China and just like maybe spoke some Japanese or I don't know. I guess if he was born in Japan. Bobby, even a huger move. If he had full oh, he's just the straight, accent oh, he's and just everything. he's straight ethnically Chinese. Okay, maybe. Yeah, like and that's how racist they are. That's like the equivalent of, you know, a Greek person wanting another Greek person and finds out the person's Macedonian and you go, baby's in the garbage. I don't like vice uh, promoting stereotypes like this, though. Well, they put the... <laughs> they put the... Uh, they put the baby up for adoption. Like, that's how much yeah, she's yeah. like, I can't even. I mean, there's so many funny parts of this because the idea of being a sperm donor and that you're going on the internet <laughs> instead of finding a prosty, this guy's hacked the code yeah. where you go for girls. You get paid. You get paid this to is just like come Gary, bone. This is Gary V shit right here. To come bone. <laughs> it really this is, is. Real Gary V shit. Y'all fucking, I'm working. Yeah, Gary V's, <laughs> Gary V's like, dude, you fucking throw your cum in the garbage? <laughs> I'm getting paid for mine. Yeah, yeah. Every time you drop a load, <laughs> it's literally you might as well be flushing money down the toilet. Yeah, which Danny does not recommend. Do no, not get started. Do not get me started. I'm not that you would ever flush money down the toilet. No. But so it's I'm loving the idea that this guy found a hack. But then on top of that, he's put on this whole act. Like she, I, he's probably talking to five girls where the girl goes, you know, looking for a Japanese guy with a good school. He's like. Yeah, yeah, I'm Japanese and uh, went to, I don't know, <laughs> goodschool.com. Kyoto University. <laughs> yeah, what's, what would be your favorite school? Crazy, I went to that one. <laughs> when, you want to start? All right. <laughs> By the way, I like to get them fluffed up a little bit if you want to open the mouth. <laughs> Do you think he get? <laughs> I wonder how she figured it out. Probably straight down to business, too. I can't imagine. Oh, well, maybe they did a DNA test on the child, right? I don't. I could be wrong, but I don't know if they didn't ancestry.com. Yeah, I guess. I guess there's some marker that says you're Japanese versus Chinese, I guess. Isn't that wild? So this guy, he basically, when he was coming, he goes, I'm Chinese. <laughs> <laughs> Only the 10th time, though. On the 10th time. 
gave it away. After getting pregnant, the woman discovered the donor was Chinese. And then she said by the time she knew of his identity, it was too late for her to abort. She's given up the child for adoption now. The woman filed a lawsuit against the donor for 330 million yen, which is like three mil uh, for emotional distress. Did he, does he get, I wonder. No, um, it was not going to work out for the guy now if he's got to do all this does stuff. Does he get but, paid? Like when you set up that scenario, are you like, look, like it's a flat rate until you get pregnant. How does he get paid? However many fucks needed or is it uh, you get paid per and he goes look it's like uh, I'm giving you the goods if you can't turn that into a kid that's on you I would like to think that the guys would do it for free I mean I can't imagine unless this girl's absolutely fucking busted no unless she's just a beast (laughs) if you put online hey you know if you want to come bone me but the only thing is I get to keep the sperm (laughs) that's a good deal I can't imagine it'd be too hard to find a dude Go on one gaming forum. She doesn't want the gaming well, forum. I guess she in wants Japan, a Harvard. It's a problem because so many people there like don't like having sex because it's icky. You think that's a problem over there? Yeah. It is. What do you mean they don't want to have sex because it's icky? They're like this whole thing in Japan, like culturally, where they're like their birth rate is. They have like the highest. Did you have sex with a Japanese girl? And that's what she told you. No, 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 no. no. We just <laughs> it's 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 cultural. Yeah, it's cultural. It's gross. It's icky gonna... for us. It's cultural. No, no, no. It's the gu- it's guys and women. It's like a real known thing where their their birth rates like really low, and they have a because <laughs> it's icky. <laughs> no, they find it like gross, <laughs> and so it's like a real problem because they're not they're really. Rep- they're I not can't replacing their this. population, and then they also have like a really old population this is stupid that's not the reason that they're i'm telling you they're like the they're the hub for you know sex robots and all that sort of stuff yeah you can't can't even wait yeah exactly sex robots because having sex with a real person's gross okay so real person's gross but the robot they can't even wait for it to get off the presses i told you they're burning their dicks to get their sex robots it's uh, like you can look it up no, dude. And people, it's almost more normal there to go to the, you know, brothels and stuff like that. I've heard. Uh, I mean, it's maybe, like part of it's almost like a business maybe thing. It's it like, is, oh, you want to pop a, by the brothel, get a fucking quick tugger. Yeah. There, there's a whole like kind of generation of, of people there who are just like, they're just video game and they don't have sex. Ah, uh, this is ridiculous. Okay. You'll see it in the comments, man. Well, okay. You're saying that there's a bunch of people that like, uh, it's like play video Japan, games and don't have sex. They might not want to do the whole thing, but they don't think it's icky yes it's like they're like they're those people are gay no so you have a guy he's getting blown by a hot chick and he goes yeah hot chick he doesn't even want to talk to a woman well that's not the same thing you're making that you're conflating they're him. like incels but like not in like a dangerous american well way. they're lying then if they if they might say like actually i didn't even fucking if anything i don't even want to i think I it's did. gross easy to say that when you're not having pussy thrown at you no i'm telling you the, and women too it's not even just a guy thing. It's a, it's a female thing. They have a real like it's a cultural. I've heard that I've heard that they're not you know. I don't know. If, I don't whatever, know if it's because the we have that a little bit here too, and it's not because guys think the sex no, but is not icky. to the, not to the degree. <laughs> like I was saying on the fucking Kurtz podcast or whatever. Like they're saying that like the population of Japan in eighty years is going to be the same as it is today. Yeah, I heard that, which is not good. That's not because they think it's icky. Some of them do. Oh my god. Yeah, a small percentage. And so anyway, she's basically saying that the distrust of her image uh, because what happened was, you know, when she went public, uh, but this is sort of her problem because she sued. If she didn't sue, this wouldn't be a public issue because the adoption places are all probably, probably discreet. So this went public and now everyone's commenting or calling her the worst person ever or whatever for putting the baby up for adoption. And she's sort of saying that's this guy's fault, but that's fair. Well, she's trying to get three mil out of it, right? 
Yeah, I wonder how much she paid him. That is the long con for her to be a prostitute, though, right? Because she's, <laughs> if you actually yeah, go to court, all well, she's thinking about it, the whole time. This guy's like, she doesn't even know I'm getting, uh, you know, she's paying me for this sex, and he's like, you, she, this guy doesn't even know this sex is going to be costing three million dollars. <laughs> The biggest long gone in the history. Yeah. I mean, it is, it's interesting culturally that like, cause here nobody would ever go public with something like that. No, you, you I, might privately put the kid up for adoption. No, but once like, you start suing and all that stuff, it becomes a public matter. I guess. Yeah. That's, but I, I, th I wonder if, yeah, I don't know if you can do that here. I guess you can, you can, it would be like fraud. So how much do you think the average man's boned in Japan? Like your average, like 30 year old dude. What do you uh, think? Average partners, average partners. Yeah. Three? Yeah. So then they, every time it was icky for them? Yeah. Well, no, the ones who are icky are zero. They're fucking with the Danny averages. might be half Japanese. They're fucking with the, the average. And he's turning Japanese really big. <laughs> Imagine that. You're having sex with... Because they think it's icky. Yeah. When, if you're having sex with a big girl, you go, I think I'm turning Japanese. I really <laughs> think so. She's like, did you just throw up in your mouth? I think I'm maybe Japanese. <laughs> I'm turning Japanese. I think I'm turning Japanese. I really think so. <laughs> what you Why? What happened? That girl that I boned. <laughs> Whenever you take yeah, home, just a fucking. You take home a halfer, just <laughs> weird face, not looking good. I think I'm turning Japanese. So, yeah. That's a definitely a funny song to put on. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know that song. What? I don't know that song. Interesting. Song what was the Weezer one? Weezer has a Japanese one too. Oh, uh, uh, I know what you're talking about. I don't remember it. But God damn those half Japanese, Japanese girls yeah. make me puke every time. <laughs> oh, don't call me. It's so icky. And I'm puking. Yeah. So that's another one. Yep. Puking during sex. Puking during sex. But I, I was just like, interesting. I saw this kind of study come up. And they were, you know, a lot of people talk about the average fucking, you know, the amount of kills that people have. Yeah. They were sort of doing this study. And one of the things that they, people always go out there and say, this is the amount, this is the amount. And this sort of study came out and say, there's very conflicting data on what the normal amounts are. So the CDC, who's telling everyone else they um, has misinformation. Yeah. CDC came out and they said, women between the ages of 24 and... 25 and 44 have an average median of 4.2 partners and the men in that age group had a median of 6.1 so this is what the cd says that to me that sounds like misinformation uh i mean yeah i don't know i i guess they i imagine they probably take a pretty small poll but yeah it is a cdc i don't know Maybe well the cdc is coming out there with they're accusing everyone else of misinformation and then they're like average of four to six so that's to me seems wrong. But then there's other studies that said uh, reported having an average of uh, that men were an average of 26 before settling down, and a woman was an average of 19 before they get married. So it's always saying dudes are higher. Yeah, I think that's well. Again, but that's there's the whole of the element median. of the lying, and then there's again there's lots of guys who have zero sex. Because of that's why the median's higher, yeah, exactly. yeah. But there's but if you were doing that, women who had there's not a lot of women who have no sex unless it's yeah, because like there's a lot of dudes that are you know, uh, like on a, your average woman, uh, on a lot of the low end has had sex with uh, more, but there's a couple dudes that like put up fucking numbers, yeah, like, the, like Wilt the Still, you know, you know what I mean, that they bring the mean up, oh, yeah, by <laughs> but again, yeah, there's just there's there's enough guys who are 
not getting laid at all. It's like, you know, there's been many movies written about it, Porky's. So that's the median, yeah. Um, but, and then they said LGBT. So there, there is, and then this other one said millennials had an average of eight partners. So there's three big studies that are all giving conflicting data. Yeah. So it's very hard to know what to believe. And then they said, uh, so this is what the data was on LGBTQ people. They said average of 30 life partners, whereas lesbians is an average of 12, which... I'll tell you right now, the average gay guy, I would say it's 30 trillion. Yeah, I was going to say 30, like this week. Yeah, one pride. That's, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, <laughs> yeah that's maybe a, a pride. Yeah, yeah, that's just exactly. Apparently, there's a really big epidemic right now of uh, at the steam rooms in New York. I was hanging out with my boy, who actually listened to the podcast, and he said that uh, he said that he was at the steam room and uh, – <laughs> fucking comic he, for the pair yeah yeah yeah, yeah i saw his uh some another comic posted his text or yeah whatever. i think he might be d uh doing a joke about it but oh, okay. he did uh yeah so i'm not gonna like do the whole thing but basically he was uh in the sauna and then two guys were blowing each other like they were 69ing no uh one was blowing the other oh, got it. and then he legitimately walked out and i've heard and, and everyone we were sort of talking about this and a few other people said they had the same thing huh i mean that's a known thing right guys go to bathhouses to hook up but it's not a bathhouse, or Daniel. Or, or steam room. This is a, you go to the, so. Oh, this is like at a gym? Dude, in New York, dudes are like blowing each other right and left at the, like this, just the gym sauna. Mm, I've never seen that. Well, do you go to gym saunas in New York? Uh, no. I guess you wouldn't have seen it then, huh? I guess that's a good point. I've been to saunas. <laughs> I mean, I went to, uh, steam room. I went to us, uh, this like, uh, Scandinavian. I'll tell you what, there. that's icky. Yeah. But what, they have get, what doing the blowing or getting well, so the gay people, gay dudes are fucking uh, ballsy. Oh, yeah. No pun intended. Because you go, can you imagine like uh, uh, if you pull your dick out in front of you get caught? It's like that is legit like sex offender for life sort of fucking thing, right? You would think so, yeah. Pulling your erect dick out, like out it, of fucking, it almost has to be this like known thing where you go, yeah, this place is like chill for that stuff. It used to be, but apparently now they're expanding. Like, is is this a thing <laughs> happening at like? Equinox? Oh, like, yeah, that's a big the, place it's happening at. Yeah, like it's like Equinox mm -hmm. or something. Yeah. In the West Village, it's a big, big time. But so the studies and then the 2004 uh, report for the National Bureau said that they're, this is what information they're trying to put out there. They said the ideal number of sexual partners for maxi maximizing happiness is one a year. And that's what they're trying to say. They, they, you want one a year. Until what? Do you agree with that? No, they, they said that. Well, life? until. I, no, they said that's for life, like the maximum <laughs> happiness. So it's sort of okay to show that to your chick. <laughs> it's like but, literally like the hall pass. He goes, you just need one hall pass a year. Yeah. Please. And then they were going, I mean, if they're saying, they're, so there's a maximum for your life is one a year. I go, I guess call me happy CDC because <laughs> call me unhappy. Depends. On, and it depends on your age. Uh, for me, I would say that to, this is the thing with all this sort of stuff. They're kind of like, uh, you know, that's eh, what makes you happier is one a year. It's like, well, it depends on your life. I'll tell you what, when I was in college, that would leave me an unhappy boy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Imagine you were like, when I was in fucking touring with the band, if I was cranking one a year, <laughs> that was my, if I was doing one <laughs> a year, I would not, I'll tell you what, the guy on that tour that like smashed one a year wouldn't be uh, the happiest guy. No, 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 no. There He'd be, be ready um... to shoot up a fucking school. <laughs> the incel. Right? Yeah. Uh, yeah, well, yeah, well, yeah, that's obviously depends on 
time. And they're trying to say that a 2018 study from the Institute of Family Studies said that couples in which both spouses have ever slept with only each other were slightly more likely to be satisfied with their marriages. And 52% of couples who had spouses had six to 10 partners, apparently the least happy group, still reported being very happy with their marriages. So they, they say, they're so sort basically of, marriage is sick. They're trying to, yeah, this is to some degree. This, this is was the, the Ben Shapiro Institute or some shit where it's like just only having sex with one partner ever in your life. Well, here's what I will say. In this, in my opinion, there is like truth to this, of course, because have you ever even I remember even in the pandemic and things like that, where you go, if you're just like not around the whole thing. Yes. But in reality, you are around it. What makes you fucking uh, like it's the FOMO situation. Right. Yeah. And it's easier. Like there was forever. You know what I mean? Like, let's say you just live in some sort of small town. It's not like pussies getting thrown at you and nonstop. But I'll no. tell you what, if you are a guy that's like been through that whole thing you're right it is like to some degree addiction which maybe is unhealthy or whatever but it's like okay but you did want to do that and now going back to uh fucking if you're like single and you're like oh i'm only having like one a year it's like okay but yeah you think that's worse now you're not happy you go if you never knew any better you could say that about anything you know what i mean Uh, yeah for sure it's relative you might say that you know oh you know what's better uh people that never smoked are actually happier than people that smoked and quit and you go, yeah, no shit, <laughs> yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Like someone who or never drank or, or anything that's like, you know and what I mean? Everybody rehabs. Anything that's fun to do that kind of is probably not the totally best for you. Sure. Right? Yeah. How do but you I'll, start an institute? But if you if you don't live in a scenario where, you know, people culture you're like that, if you're, and I'll, I find that, you know, depends, because uh, they would sort of, uh, you know, say that even with girls, like, you know, people will go, you know, I just want someone that's like, you know, culturally normal and a trad wife and she's only been with two guys. It's like, okay, that's boring though. Mm-hmm. You better, I would, I, w- I, I would need someone that, uh, well, according to this study, it's not that crazy off, but I would need someone that was like, uh, if, and if that was the case, I would definitely need what to do you be prefer, like, triple digits. You'd be like, okay, you're the fucking guma that makes the things. <laughs> the guma. No, no, I would say you're the guma that makes the things and then I'm allowed to. I'll be on the prowl. <laughs> that makes the things. Foods. The foods, the children. <laughs> foods, the children, you know, all that stuff. But in this world, in this reality, so I would agree, okay. if you are the bench bureau, the guy that's very religious or whatever, yeah. and you're only around that, and your social circle's all that, then maybe you are probably happier. But. Maybe. I mean, depends on your thing. I'm not fucking, you know, I'm built for the pirate life, my friend. <laughs> I'm not the, built for the sea, sea shanties. Even, even not even girl wise, you know, it's just like careers. I didn't think it's like, I would, I'm not, some people, you're not built for fucking just the, oh yeah, yeah go through I the mean, things, blah, blah, blah. Age is such a huge the factor with this. 2.5 kids in a house <laughs> in a fucking, you know, what's yeah, that? Yeah. Well, you know. <laughs> age is such a huge factor though. Cause it's like, depending on. Of course. Yeah, that's that's the biggest uh, factor with all this. But there is both. You know, it is if you're not around any of this stuff, out of sight, out of mind. Yeah, it is better. But can you be out of sight, out of mind? That's why I think if you are, people are smart to like move out of the city and stuff like that when they're fucking settling down with the lifestyle design. Be around those. It is lifestyle design. Put your you got to put yourself around doing your thing. Is people go to like the burbs and do that shit, and then they fucking start fucking the neighbors, and then it's like real scandals (laughs) because you're like you're in a small community and you're like fucking fuck my wife. (laughs) 
Yeah, when I was definitely putting it down, I would say that I was definitely less happy in a relationship. Like when you were putting up numbers, I would say that like anytime I got in a relationship, I was way more fucking like, why am I? <laughs> Look, I was also looking younger. at the watch. You know? Oh, buddy, I would be, every day I'd wake up and I go, I can't do this anymore. I, <laughs> I remember just saying, and she she's do what? And you go, oh, I didn't know you're here. Yeah, oh, sorry. I was, we're going to have to break up. I'm not equipped for this, blah, blah. But now, I, you know, I just I feel like a big part of it is you just don't like, Time's not so thing. It's like you don't. I just don't care as much as I'll never care as much as I did about anything when I did when I was younger. Yeah, I think that's. I think that's pretty accurate. Because you realize that it's not the end of the world and it's not that big a deal. No. Whereas at the time, it does sort of get in your head that everything's, you know, and you're just like, uh, everything's FOMO. You know what I mean? You're yeah. just like looking at everyone around you. Ah, so if you are, that's why when you fucking get a chick, it's like. The single friends, you got to sort of switch it where you go, what is this guy running around? Fucking all the men have boy girlfriends now. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah. You have to. The testosterone is higher too when you're younger. Definitely that's factor. true. Mine's higher now, but. You think yours goes up? No, I just. You <laughs> think you're bucking the trend and yours is actually going up? Bucking the trend. <laughs> my, my T's bucking the trend. <laughs> I was sort of a late bloomer, like even grew late and sort of stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, so I might be sort of just Maybe reaching my testosterone peak. <laughs> That would be impressive. <laughs> I did. I was like, it, I, I was one of those ones that sort of like had a growth spurt around like, you know, 19 or 20. Like I wasn't done growing. Oh, really? Yeah. And then was still growing. Like my beard was still getting more full when I was like 25. Like, so I, I think that's normal. But the growth spurt, I guess uh, you see it in the NBA all the time where there's like some, um, you know, some guy or whatever. There's like, I saw some, high, some high school basketball player who like, he's like seven, four and he was like six, 10, like a year previous. And they thought he was done growing or whatever, and he's just a beast. Really? Yeah. Well, they were sort of saying. Then they sort of put their feminist rant on their things. This is the 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 article of this all these studies. They say, well, it might help you to consider. So they're saying if men have a weird uh, feeling about their partner's number, it might help for you to take a moment to consider why you feel that way. Is your response to their number a negative one? Consider what emotions are behind your viewpoint. Is it rooted in security, shame, jealousy? Are you upset with your partners for not sharing their values? Are you simply following along with abstract social norms without really questioning them? This idea that you can't have a preference on that is so insane. Yeah, I go full 90s military. Just don't ask, don't tell. You know, you go that? Yeah. Uh, depends. I fucking usually sort of already know the ballpark or whatever, I mean, but I'm you, you kind of figure chatty. it out, but I'm never like, yeah, let's see the list, please. Yeah, I'm a sort of a chatty guy, so I fucking start to get into that topics <laughs> or whatever. I don't mind going into those things. I would say certain, but th this is a thing that I was thinking about with this. I feel like this stuff also bugs you a bit when you're younger, and here's one of the reasons why. When you're fucking, because girls to some degree mature a little quicker than dudes a lot of times, right? Mm -hmm. So a lot of times if you're 18 and you're dating some girl that's like 18 or whatever, because you know people are more likely to date people their own age at that time, then it is sort of, there is a situation where you know a lot of times it's sure way higher. But if you're a dude and you're like 30 now, it's not that likely you're dating a girl that's like doubled your numbers. So it's less likely it's an issue. Because even if you're a dude that's like, oh, she's telling you some pretty high numbers, you're like, yeah, that was a fucking three years for me, pal. <laughs> <laughs> she goes, what? You go, yeah, fucking you think I can't. So but I think there is that an element though where a lot of women, like unless they're like, they will uh, go lower. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm saying that. So if you're saying. Like, yeah, everyone oh, knows guess, that though. You yeah, fucking like, add the factor. You're, you're saying you're, you're adding the factor. Yeah. So, but th th their sort of idea is that, like, you know, why are you being insecurity, shame, blah, blah, whatever they want to say? But it's like, 
to be honest, if you're the type of person that's only smashed three, it's like, yeah, you don't want to be with the girl. Just put down fucking 90. But I'll tell you the, you know, and different people can think however they want about this and you could have whatever girl you want. But there is, there is positives and negatives. Not that you want like 90, but if you're dating a girl that only dated two dudes and they were like the sickest dudes fucking putting down performances, now you got that. At least if a girl has been with like 15 or whatever, now you have a, or whatever it is. Just now enough you, of a range. You have enough of a range that at least you're getting to fight against the average. <laughs> it, so it depends on who the guys are. If she goes, I've only had one boyfriend and it's just this like massive jacked like fucking dude. Like Brock Lesnar. Yeah, 12 inch or just fucking laying it down. You go, her only other frame of reference but she is, is that one pounding. But she is with you, so that's something. Yeah. And she's in her seat going, my, the, and she thinks you're now so bad at sex and you're going, actually, I'm average. <laughs> yeah, I actually, I'm quite good at sex. I'm just, I mean, maybe not compared to the last guy. but I'm, I'm So not, it depends. I, I'm but not bad, Missy. Imagine this the other way around where she goes, I've only been with these two dudes, you know, and it's just like, <laughs> I'm the boyfriend. And this guy was like, you know, he had some money and then he lost it all. So he's not even, he's broke and he's weird. And then you go, that's the only thing you're competing to. And then on top of that, he used to punch the drywall. You go, <laughs> if she's only been with that guy, you go, life's going to be pretty on easy mode. Yeah. The competition not looking so is, hot. Yeah, that is uh, a good point. <laughs> but, you know, and they're saying, oh, some people look at girls that have, you know, been with a lot of dudes and think they're crazy or, or, uh, you know, uh, less competent or emotionally stable or whatever. And less like, competent? This is what they're saying. The study proved that guys think this when they look that, at girls that have... That women you know, have banged a lot, they go, they're less competent. This is what apparently, like uh, when people have judged yeah, them yeah, yeah, on yeah, the yeah. surveys, this is the kind of thing they say, less emotionally stable or whatever. But this is often true. You know, mm-hmm. you could say, uh, you might say the same thing about like dudes where it's like dudes that are fucking nonstop, like, you know, pussy crazy. It's like they're chasing something or something like that. But like, yeah. just to say there's, it says nothing about them to be like, there, there's actually plenty of girls that had sex with five and plenty of girls that had sex with 200 and they're no different at all. And you're like, well, they are though. It does say something about that. Absolutely. Whether you like them, that or not, it's up to you. And Definitely. they are a little crazier on average if you're putting up numbers of girls, but it's like. Uh, just the same way that a fucking dude that uh, is putting up crazy numbers might be a little bit of a, more of an asshole. You could probably say that. Yeah. Chad. Giga Chad. <laughs> That's the term. <laughs> well, don't you think it's fair to say that, you know, that uh, a dude that fucking, you know, lay, lay in pie. It, it almost makes you. I mean, it makes you a different person when you're it, just being that guy. And it makes you almost sometimes when you're really putting down numbers. One of the things it does make you do is uh, have less respect for women because they do become so, you know, transactional and all that sort of thing. And you see all the behaviors that that, like girls do. And you, so you only see girls kind of like in the context of their worst Uh, a lot of times. uh, You know what I mean? Like, for example, some chick, you know cheating on their boyfriend or going whatever it is you know what i mean you you might see like in that sort of party scene or whatever you're seeing girls like uh you know just going home with dudes all that stuff as opposed to if you're in sort of a, a social circle where everyone's normal you're not going to see just non-stop like crazy shit like that, that yeah for sure so yeah. all that environmental adds up to, you have a negative effect on you know you kind of makes you look at women yeah, you where get you go, i don't trust and... these fucking hoes yeah. it's like rapper mentality you know like hoodville shit where you go can't trust these hoes <laughs> Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's the environment. If you start hanging around like fucking after hours every night, like yeah, you can get a different different crew of people. But I think the move is it's you want a girl that's probably a bit less than you cuz you want to be able to have that flex a little bit. And then on top of that, 
Um, you don't want it to be too, too low because you're competing against only those guys. And then also, it'll be a little, that girl's probably a little too fucking. What's a, I, I'd say for if you're ball, a guy, just, just get, you just got to get over, you just got to get into double digits. If you're a dude, you want to get up there a yeah, little. You gotta yeah, you got to get in double digits. Yeah. One day for you. I f- yeah. One day I'll get there. But um, <laughs> yeah. I, I, I mean, I guess it depends who you ask, but like it feels like there's. There, if you get, you know, like, I, I definitely know it's a hot people, topic issue. I know, like, but you know, people who have like two or something, they marry the second person they ever have sex with, and you're like, must think about that. Well, a lot of them might think about that on their way to the fucking <laughs> prosties. <laughs> well, that doesn't count though. Those count, even if you pay for them, they still count as a number. I'm not going to count on the census. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're like doing walking down the street, and they're like, "Hey, we're taking a census." You're like with your wife. You're like, hey, uh, people you fuck. And he's like. Gonna take another quick second here to tell you about Butcher Box. I love Butcher Box. I love Butcher Box. You might call him a Butcher Box box, as in a square guy <laughs> that likes Butcher Box. What? Meal prepping is difficult, but Butcher Box makes it easy. I'm personally a chicken man. Danny's a steak man. I got it from my dad, actually. Even ButcherBox yeah. subscription service that takes the guesswork out of finding high quality meats. They source their meat with partners from the highest standards of quality. No more searching for the grocery store like some chump asking people questions. Oh, I mean, not, is this chicken? Yeah, not only that, but if you've been to a grocery store lately, there's not a lot of meat there. Yeah. So this is an even better fucking thing is that you don't have to worry about goddamn supply chain issues. Not a lot and fucking Jim Biden over here. That's it, true. It's not a lot of meat there. Not a lot of meat in Danny's pants. That's, no, what, that's <laughs> COVID. That's short COVID. <laughs> I have short COVID. No more searching for the grocery store for 100% grass-fed beef, free-range organic chicken, wild-caught seafood, and more. Their sourcing decisions are made holistically, keeping the farmer, the planet, the animal, and family in mind. So, every month, ButcherBox ships a curated section of high-quality meats right to your home. Free shipping for the continental U.S. Customize your own box or get one of theirs. Either way, you get exactly what you want. For a limited time, ButcherBox is now offering members a great deal for the new year. Sign up at butcherbox.com slash boyscast and you'll receive the ultimate New Year's bundle in your first box. This deal includes ground beef, chicken, thighs, and pork butt. That's more than seven pounds of meat added to your first box for free. Get this New Year's bundle before it's gone by going to butcherbox.com slash boyscast. Well, I want to hear a stat that you won't like. Okay. It's sort of going to be bad news for you, but almost one in 10 moms isn't sure who fathered their baby. That's what New York Post says. Isn't that crazy? Seems a little on the high side. Well, they said nearly 10 mothers don't know who fathered the child. Uh, according to a surprising new poll in the UK, the question of parental identity was included in a broader survey about lying. So it was basically they were doing these surveys about lying. I'm surprised. For example, this casino or whatever they were doing, they're trying to find out how much people lie or whatever. And then a study in 2005 by the Journal of Epidemiology estimated that 4% of American fathers were raising a child that was not biologically their own. The title of this article should be <laughs> Bitches crazy? Be Lying. Well, they, they said, Why you always lying? lying. Well, that girl, you lie. It's <laughs> on back on Hoodville's side now. <laughs> Why you always lying? <laughs> Who was that? Uh, I don't remember. Stop your fucking lying. <laughs> that was, yeah. I don't remember. <laughs> Well, the thing is, they did. It was literally like that Chris Rock joke because they said, uh, apparently, the survey found that more than half of men, 50%, admit to lying on a daily basis. Well, only 36% of girls admit to lying uh, on a daily basis. But that's a Chris Rock thing. It's a man's lie is I wasn't at the club. 
a woman's eye is into a baby. <laughs> so apparently that's what's happening. I guess. I guess there's a little, you know, there's truth in these jokes. I wonder how many of the guys like kind of low key know. Well, I mean, I, yeah, I, I, there's the classic you would, doesn't look like you me. would think uh, you, I'd also like to know what the definition of raising means, because my guess would be a lot of the ones where the girl doesn't know who the father is. But she was like, says it's the one guy, but the other the guy's not like doing that much raising, maybe. Yeah. Like, yeah, first yeah. of all, 50 percent of, you know, whatever crazy amount of people are single mothers right now. You know, raising means like, you know, comes over once a month and plays catch for a half an hour. Well, yeah, I guess <laughs> it's the paternity is if they ever have to do the paternity test. Well, that's the thing. So I would say to the boys, it's like, you know, if a girl calls you and says, you know, I'm fucking prego, first thing to say is n- one like, in 10 chance that just ain't mine. So yeah, yeah, well, 10% like the, it might not even yours. It's like the Japanese thing. You got to do the 23 and me. You have to do Find the 23 out if they're Chinese. the baby. Find out if they're Chinese. Right. <laughs> Find out if you got a little Chinese in there. You your go, kids start doing Something's going on here. Your kid comes up with an A in math. You go, <laughs> you're stupid. I'm stupid. What's going on here? <laughs> What's going on? Explain yourself. Why does our kid instinctually know how to do karate? Can you explain that to me? (laughs) Your kid's cooking pizzas. We're not Italian. What is going on here? I I have a fucking, I have a kid with a chick. And then uh, the kid, I I show up and he's doing accounting with his glasses on. (laughs) He's got a Jufro. I go, Danny. <laughs> yeah, this is crazy, though. The idea that one in 10 kids. Oh, or one in 10. I mean, who knows if that's the exact number, but even if it's not, this is even why if the boys it's close exist, to that, though, to it's a percent of, we're, it's we're like outing them. one, you know, we're, we're outing, outing these, these we're outing these hoes. Well, you just got to prepare you for uh, a million, a life of potentially. That's wild though, right? That's a lot. Because I guess a lot Not of people UK, get pregnant yeah. that aren't, you know, married or whatever. I like mean, all there's that stuff. the whole Maury Povich is the bread and butter. I know. I, I mean, when you put it in the context of Maury Povich, it does seem very believable. How he got the, so many of them. Yeah. He, he probably was like, you should see how many we reject. Right. It's like the fucking reject bin is just like fills up a warehouse. Do you think that the guys that did the backflips and stuff knew how to do the backflips or they found out they were going on Maury Povich and went to get a trainer <laughs> to do a back? Like that's part of it. They go, we can provide you a backflip trainer <laughs> yeah, he goes you know what? they got to train like <laughs> fuck montage style i'm going on yeah i'm going on maury povich in a week to find out if i'm the father i gotta learn to dance in a week that's a good like <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, uh yeah. like a, a movie where you know the movies where they you know they i've got one week yeah, the mon- to learn how to the be mon- the, in the montage i gotta yeah, yeah i gotta i gotta learn how to be the best poker player in the world <laughs> in less than a week i've got to learn how to be able to do the dougie in less than a week what's and, going on in less than fake. a week i'm gonna find out it's not my god well, we got to get to fucking work. <laughs> we got the whole team. You got to learn that and fake crying just to, you don't know which way it's going. <laughs> you don't know which way it's going. <laughs> okay. Well, the one thing before, okay, this is one thing we feel like we have to talk about, which is a, uh, Danny's boy, Chamath. Yeah. Gotten a little bit of hot water. It's oh, a lot of people are in trouble for podcasting. Let's just yeah. hope the Pope doesn't go on any podcasting Ooh. tours. He's going to be in trouble, <laughs> which is the theme of the videos last week. And I got, I got a Why million people that were tagging uh, me and Chamas thing because of the video, uh, oh. how to get fired from podcasting. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, he can't get fired, but so the, I was thinking, actually, we'll, we'll go on. But the Warriors part owner, Chamath Pal, we can never remember. says he doesn't care about the genocide in China and then he backtracks. And I listened to this episode. I as well. And I, you know, so it was, I want to say, I've said this before that I feel like Chamath is the king of bad takes. Yep. And he's, you know, he, he was kind of the, he's always like, you know, do, going public with these sleazy spacks that kind of fuck people over and stuff like that, right? Yeah. 
Um, and I feel like he's to some degree the king of contradicting himself. That being said, the point that he's making is the one guy was saying, you know, the Uyghur Muslims, it's, uh, you know, a genocide going on. It's terrible. And he was kind of saying, listen, I know that you want us to care about that, but like the truth is people don't really actually care. Yeah. And he's right. It's just, it's just, and he was saying, I he don't was, really care. And he where was, people he said like it in it. such a callous way where I think it kind of, that's like the real, yes, like kind of his, uh, downfall in this sense. Cause he straight up was just like, look, I don't care about this. And, and then Jay Calic or whatever the moderator was like, they retweet our videos and stuff. Yeah. Sometimes. Yeah. But he's like, he's like, what do you mean? I've talked to him, Jason Calicanis before, but he's like, he's like, what, he's like, what do you mean? You don't care. And he's like, yeah, he's like, I don't know. There's just other things I care about and can't care about. He's like, if you care about everything, if you try and fix everything, you're not going to fix anything. That's the biggest point. And, he and knows, then, he's like, but again, it's just, it's more just how harsh it was. It where, was, it, it's always, but, but again, in the, he, the best point he made was he's like, look, well, are you going to stop doing business with China? Yeah. Like all this stuff. And everybody's like, no. Well, because the Warriors came out and they're like, we don't think this. And that's the, well, that was the, that's the broader point that I agree, that I was sort of thinking. It's like when people say, you know, they care about it. Well, what does that mean? Because a million people go, I care about this, I care about that or whatever. Like, well, what do you mean? You mean I want points? So points. What is like, yeah? Like like what do you do? Yeah, it's what like, do you do? Nothing. And again, the funny thing is, and again, what does that mean like that you care how about it? Narrative and like news cycle driven. All this stuff is. So he has this clip, and because it is like I think it is the number one tech podcast in the world now, like on the charts. So you know stuff like this will can become news stories, and these guys have high profiles. So then they go the owner of the Golden State Warriors. He's minority owner. He owns ten percent. He's not, but they they don't differentiate and then the warriors have to come out and say hey like you know he doesn't speak for us and the nba it's the nerve of the basketball people to well, kind of the, say that exactly like, yeah. with the hong kong thing it's like before covid daryl morey you're when, who he's talking about yeah but it's like daryl morey uh, of the gm of the fucking houston rockets tweeted i stand with hong kong over their issue with like the law being changed they made him China. take it down or something they not only did they make it take it down, they were fucking like groveling. Like the the NBA, right. the Chinese government pulled every NBA game. From, yeah, I remember from TV. all this. Remember yeah. all that stuff? And then all the players, like LeBron, was like, "Yeah, he Daryl Morey like put us in danger, and like he shouldn't like he's not his business, and he shouldn't." And you're like, "Okay, well, like that is a legit thing." Well, I think one of the reasons why a lot of people like referencing the the Uyghur thing is because. It is one that like kind of shows everyone's hypocrisy because there's a lot of people that are like, I care about this and this and this. And then when it ever comes to these China issues, it's like they abandon all their principles allegedly. So I think everyone loves to have moral high ground. You know, there's a lot of people that, especially in the political realm, love being like, oh, you care about this? Well, do you care about this? Yeah. Do you care about this? Well, I didn't see you care about this. Mm. Right. It's like he, I honestly like agree with Chamath. He's just like the soundbite sucks. I mean, I, I, I don't know if I would, like, when you say, I mean, like, again, I don't care, it really does need like, defining. Like, do you care? Well, what does that mean? Well, like, that's, if what, I'm I think full, that's what he's I'll saying. I'll tell you what, if I'm watching a, you know, when people tell me what's happening, I do go, yeah, that's fucking crazy. Mm -hmm. But I, I, you know, our, our buddy, who's that's like another, it, you know, guy who knows these people, yeah. kind of another, you know, uh, yeah, very yeah. rich guy or whatever, he had a pretty good point where he's like, you know, if, if Jamal had said, for example, that, um, 
Well, he, his whole argument was kind of like, I care about this stuff in America. Like, for example, the problems we have with prisons and stuff like that. And, you know, we have worse things here. And it was like, no, there's, that's not worse. Like the people, you know, going to prison is not worse than being like tortured and, you know, sterilized and all that stuff. That's, that one is worse. But if he said, for example, well, why do we care so much about this? You don't hear us caring that much about North Korea. Yeah. Like there is actually was- better places to... Well, there, they I said that there is, you don't have to, but when you're saying, well, I don't care about that because this is actually worse what's happening in America. Well, that's not true. Yeah. Well, uh, the other guy in the podcast, Friedberg or whatever, like he said it where, cause he's like, look, this is all just narrative driven. Like, okay, you care about like, do you not, do you care about what's happening in like Yemen exactly. or whatever? Like there's a, there's a million of these. Well, things. that's what everyone likes. And that's what kind of, I was saying it's originally. Just, not, that's not a soundbite. Everyone like, likes to have theirs. It's like, you care about this. Well, do you care about the war crimes that are happening right now? Yeah. It's like. It's no, it's not possible. And it's like, well, how about this? Do you care about this kid that just has leukemia? It's, it's impossible to, you know. I mean, the downfall in, a, of- in a, any sort of uh, actual way that helps care about all the things like, and that just shouldn't even, that's like a truism. Yeah. I mean, this only became such a big thing because there was literally a YouTube, like a video clip of him straight up like under five seconds clip, like perfect sound by just being like, yeah, I don't care. Dude, do you think he has to quit his hedge funds and be a podcaster now? No. I was <laughs> thinking, though, for a moment, because remember the Donald Sterling on the Clippers, who he um, he fucking uh, got caught on the tape that his mistress was recording him saying with the black guys, and they made him sell his team. That was crazy. Right? Yeah. I mean, he's a minority shareholder. I don't know if... Yeah, that would be well, interesting. But, uh, but I was That'd wondering... That'd be the balls on them for the NBA to be like, you don't care about we are Muslims? You got to sell your stock. It'd be like, really? Yeah, you got to sell 10% of your team. But Really, like, NBA. I mean, there was a part of me when this started blowing up. I go, I wonder if this is going to happen. Well, he says, I'm telling you the very hard, ugly truth, okay? Of all the things I care about, it's below my line. And he says, he released, he repeated that a genocide was below his line. And, the, the, you know, this is them. <laughs> he did not repeat a genocide is below my line. That's yeah. not I what think he we, said. when he, first off, when he says, I don't care. They, like, they, they he, all, he, he actually means like, I'm not actually going to do something about it. Yes. That's what it means below my line. And he also it's means like, I'm not that like act- collective, no one cares. Yeah. It's not. And to be honest, like, I think that there is something to be said about the, you know, it's same with like Russia and all those places. Like it's fun to kind of be activists for some people and kind of, you know, even for politicians to go out there and sort of grandstand on these issues and be like, this thing's bad's happening. But it's like, it's not your country. Like, what are you going to do about it? What do you, what do you plan on doing about it? Yeah. And you're like, What's you're a, not the, go to war. Yeah. And you're, they're not, well, gonna okay. sanction, they're not going to sanction like, like America's not going to sanction China. They're their biggest trading partner. So who is doing anything? Like who's doing anything about this other than like people I mean, sort of just you, posting China, it? They're fucking getting shit done. Well, they're doing something about it. But yeah, it is. There's like a lots of terrible yeah, nobody, stuff. Nobody's happening. doing it because China's just like won't allow anybody to meddle in their powerful. It is pretty crazy when you see what the stuff that's happening over there. But again, I'm oh, always. I, I mean, yeah, dude, I don't believe the, video, the media here, let alone like fucking the media on a country. It's like so. It's increasingly more hard to get you know, uh, your dick because of COVID. Yeah. <laughs> it's increasingly more hard to find out what the actual thing is going yeah, on. Well, I've the, heard, you know, with the Uyghur thing, like I've seen the, sounds you know, like it's pretty bad. The, 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 what is it? Like the drone footage of the people all in like the blue jumpsuits. And you know, there's a second accounts of people saying like, you know, they're, uh, making them like, you know, reeducating them, blah, blah, blah. But I don't think it's anybody saying it's on the scale. Cause they keep comparing to like the actual Holocaust. And then I don't think anybody's really like, has any proof that it's like that where they're like mass exterminating 
them. It's fucked up. I but don't again, know. China's like I'm not going to comment fu- on what's actually do. happening there. I don't think I know. Well, I, I I don't know. I'm saying just this is like the stuff that I. You know what? It, it, it's interesting. It's like when you know the idea is like, what are they? You know, what are you doing to help? It's none of this is about helping. It's all about like, it's like you know, it's that like royal. Yeah, but you're just you know. Yes, obviously we all kind of don't care, but you say you do. It's like it's yeah, very virtue signaling. It's yeah, I know, but I, sorry, I, obviously, but I'm sort of saying it's this very like upper class, like ugh, like dude, don't actually say that. It's like you know what I mean. You have to, you know, it's kind of uh, like the construction worker guy could be like. The fuck do I care about what's going on over in there? But it's like the fucking university yeah, professor has to be like, oh, it's terrible. Well, it lacks empathy. Like, yeah, you know, but there's it's, one thing for you to not because about their identity. There's another thing for you to go to a podcast with fucking two million listeners and be like, I don't fucking give a shit about the Uyghurs. You know, and then you're yeah. like, and you're like, yeah, you just seem shitty person doing that. Of course. Like again, I don't. But it's like I this also code. Don't. It's like, hey, we're aristocrats. We yeah. don't say that. Obviously, you think it, but like behind closed doors, we're when you're making deals, you do what you want. But yeah. publicly, <laughs> of course, it's got this like very ooh. But again, I think he's like he he f- thinks of himself as having like fuck you money and uncancelable and he just says what he wants yeah well, he's, sort of, he goes both he's sort of in the he's always group sort of, chat. the last like six or eight episodes he's really leading into being this like villain guy a bit and so I think that was just like really yeah he's well like, he's still like, always, they were talking about eating meat or whatever and in, in the it's funny actually because the Friedberg he's like a vegan and he said he goes in the future we'll look back on like factory farming as the equivalent of slavery and then they were like what and he kind of like you know he he talked his he gave his whatever like explanation for it but it was obviously like a but like that could have easily been an equally as like scandalous soundbite where you go oh fucking eating meats the same as owning a slave oh i see what you're saying you know, and then and then that episode, Shamat's like, "Yeah, I'm never gonna stop eating meat." He's like, "I love fucking meat," and, and I, I love, love slavery. I, yeah, he's like all this stuff, and he's like, "I love like animals getting killed." And well, he came out and basically said that you know he kind of said as a refugee, and I fled my country, and as a minority, like he he kind of said, yeah. just so you know, good, but I'm brown. Like hopefully that counts for something. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Did you not watch the video? I'm a brown man. Yeah. So he sort of gets his race in there. And then in December, an independent body in the United Kingdom declared the actions against the Uyghur minority population as an act of genocide. So some some uh, independent, you know, uh, government bodies or yeah. whatever, like world bodies have been saying this. The ruling was based on evidence that the Chinese government's forced birth control and sterilization policies targeting Uyghurs in the far western Yin Jiang province were intended to destroy a significant part of the group's population. So... The end of the day, you can see that's bad, but you're right. There's some version of this. I mean, remember Afghanistan? If you have you said like, imagine you said some version of like, ah, oh, whatever. Who cares what's happening in Afghanistan to those women or whatever? It's like by now, it's like all of the people who would have been like, how could you haven't talked about it in, or thought about it in two months? Yeah, I mean, they only talk about it if it's in the news. That like, you if know, you're told to think about it, so everyone yeah. really just sort of does the thing you're supposed to do, right? Exactly. And again, it's like he just was very callous about it and. Yeah, and whatever, though. But this idea that, like, fucking, you know, you're supposed to... Uh, the, the the getting people in trouble for podcast stuff is, like, Jesus Christ. Like, 
every, I know what you said, it's a popular podcast, but if you look this up, it was every big news story, yeah. you know, from CNN to uh, ABC to like, there's just, you, you know, when you see those charts like of all days. the news, it was every single one of them. Someone at every news store organization was like, Hey, you've got to cover what this guy said on the podcast. That wasn't that nice. Yeah. And if anything, in his defense, his well, saying think, that I he didn't I'd care, pro- but I'm saying him saying that he didn't care causing this soundbite raised like a substantial more awareness for this <laughs> issue than he could have ever done by being like, look, I'm going to put down a hundred million dollars to fucking combat this. Like just him being a piece of shit, like way more people know about this than they probably would have last week. That's true. So I don't know. Well, that's a good point. Yeah. So this week we've got a fucking sick episode on the Patreon. Help the boys put up numbers, five bucks a month, you know, whatever crazy amount of episodes that there are now and the whole body's there audio and video for five dollars patreon.com slash the boys cast and follow me instagram twitter at ryan long comedy danny at, at danny, danny jokes. jokes anything uh you want to plug um, in your ass n- uh no uh my well my new show Low value mail. I don't know. I'm just waiting some, for some. Uh, Sounds like you're techni- not ready to plug it, aren't stuff. you? I'm not. Why? Well, it's either going to be this Tuesday or next Tuesday. Yeah. So, so. so I don't have the exact date yet. But. Yeah. So you don't really know. So, but one of those days <laughs> in the next ten days. Yeah. Uh, just mark every Tuesday on your calendar for the next six months. But anyways, if you follow me, I'm going to tweet about it. And then also, yeah, subscribe to the Patreon just because uh, I got some crazy plumbing bills coming up. <laughs> Peace. Peace.